wise Grass only greener when it's fertilized Gave them truth in these songs, they prefer the lies Destiny beautiful, adrift in her purple lies You can't see me, you see me Wondering how I reach more evolutions than Evie And make it look easy Dream on, dream on. Oh, there it is. I figured it out. Oh, Tripped okay. over a cable. It was a cable. There you go. Anyway. Tripped yeah. over a cable. I did. It was loose. It was jiggly. That's why you should always check your cables. Hey, I was moving stuff around, so. Hey. Hate all you <laughs> want, sir. Hate all you no, want, I'm sir. Tripping off of, uh, I'm tripping off of Venom Absolute saying that's that Wayne Tech Wi Fi. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Don't hate on the. But I, I sent you a message. I was saying everybody says they can hear us fine. You just can't hear me. Mm -hmm. I literally sent you that message. I saw yeah, it. Somebody, just yeah, I saw it. Said, it just wouldn't uh, matter. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't yeah. matter at the time. Yeah, somebody was so low down. They said Carter, just leave. I'm like, ain't this a bitch? I didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I left. I mean, and came back to see if that would fix anything. No, that wasn't gonna fix anything. <laughs> Who you wouldn't see, fix it wrong. Y'all just wanted my ass up out of here. I see how it is. Where is that? Where is that rather Caucasian sounding name? Where is that? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, to be fair, if um, it would it would basically be like going back to like like it would be it be it be like a throwback cave. It'd be like a throwback cave if if, if, if you did that. It would be oh, it would yeah. be interesting, but. <laughs> It would be interesting. Oh, that's low down to say, yeah. They said stop buying from Hammer Industries. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Y'all gonna stop hating. <laughs> y'all gonna stop hating on Ames top of the line. <laughs> look, y'all. You know, y'all heard of the Iron Man threes? They got the Crimson Dynamo twos. <laughs> Man, I was watching a video yesterday. Somebody was wearing some Walmart thirteens. I went to bed. Walmart. When I tell you all, I downed a rather large portion of this Z quill. When I thought of Walmart thirteen, I said, "Yeah, I got to, I got to, I got to go out." Okay. It was look. You mean tell me they was wearing they they weren't wearing JC's pennies top of the line. They were wearing Walmart thirteens. They literally, they literally it had like they cut the self checkout bag from Walmart <laughs> and put it on the logo. And put it on their Jordan 13. It was disgusting. Oh, you know what? This is why I hate it here. Uh, <laughs> you know, there, there's there's oftentimes there's indications that we live in the, what I would say, the greatest timeline. And then there's other times I realize maybe we don't. Uh, anyway, you know, we got a lot to talk about. Episode 169 of the Blur Cave. We're going to be talking about some She-Hulk episode 2. And we will also be talking about uh, some Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit about that. Uh, we got uh, some toys out here snitching. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else we got? What else we got? Uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about some DC shenanigans, because, you know, that's all the rage lately. And uh, one of my favorite comic book characters is getting a solo series for the first time. And I... Oh, yeah. Am elated. Anyway, let's get into. I want to go and uh, first. Well, before I guess we get into the first thing, uh, let's go ahead and address the super chat. Says, "This is Go Contrary's baby's father with a five dollars super chat." Says, "Hey, Blur, can't stay. I'm on vacation in the Big Apple." Whoa, Ooh. man, let's go. Uh, says, "Just here, to drop off a donation. See you next week." Hey, we appreciate you, pimp. Uh, enjoy your vacation. Um, if you get a chance, if you get a chance. 
Uh, if you're in the Brooklyn, I think it's in the Brooklyn area. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <laughs> BKLD. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, if you're in the Brooklyn area, check out, I think it's uh, Rosalita's. Rosalita's. Uh, I'm double checking myself. Um, I'm double checking myself because I don't want to, uh, uh, I don't want to be a liar. Rosalia's. Mm. Rosalia's Pizza. I had a good time there. Brothers got her own pizza place? <laughs> you mean Rosalina? Oh, okay. <laughs> you mean the Cosmic, uh, cosmic Bean? Uh, cosmic Princess? No, that's not the same one. That's Rosalina. That's Rosalina. I said Rosalia. Rosalia okay. uh, Pizzeria. Really good pizza uh, if you get a chance. And yeah, if uh, and I'd probably by the time you've sent this, you probably are not here right now. So it was anyone else who's in New York or happening to be visiting who hasn't been there, y'all go check it out. Anyway, <laughs> anywho's, uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and uh, man, let's go ahead and get into our uh stuff, man, Carter. We got we got a little bit to talk about here. Carter, did you watch uh, She Hulk episode two? I assume you I did. did. I did. did. Oh, man. My man. My man. Out here. Doing the Lord's work. Uh, Anyway, let's get into that. So, Carter, we got episode two. This was more of a... a sh- like, I guess, because, you know, I, I saw a lot of people talking about this, saying that, you know, the first episode wasn't really a She-Hulk episode. It was more of a, a, a cameo show, which is funny, because all I hear people talking about how they can't wait for the next cameo. But um, the a lot of that episode, people couldn't see the forest for the trees. A lot of people couldn't see what the show was setting up. They were too busy complaining. <laughs> they were too busy complaining about the uh, parts of the show where uh, you know Bruce and Jen. They're working together. He's trying to, you know, show her how to be a Hulk. And people weren't, they weren't ready. They, they, they were so busy bitching about how it was done, they didn't notice the subtle storytelling that was going on there. That, you know, Hulk was basically trying to, he was trying to put, you know, trying to put his cousin on the on the right path. He was trying to get her get her mind right. Uh, but, and and while, yes, she, she did dress him down, she was not wrong. <laughs> she was not wrong in anything that she said, because everything she said was true. There were no lies there. Uh, I actually had to... I actually had to school uh, uh, an old friend of mine, an old longtime friend of mine, uh, on Facebook the other day, which I thought was hilarious, because this guy used to work in a comic shop. <laughs> and was complaining about how inaccurate She-Hulk was. Talking about how... The, Jen, Jen's not better at controlling her stuff than than Hulk and this, that, and the other. And there's other reasons for why Hulk... Like, he was just going this tirade. Dude wrote me what felt like a... Remember that old... What was it? What was that old Aaliyah song? What was it? A, a, what was it a four-page letter? Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sending you a four-page letter? <laughs> that, that's basically if, what he sent me in a comment. <laughs> if he sealed it with a kiss, you should unfriend that person because you're married, sir. I, I am well. You know, I, I would know what I would do is I would just inform him, say, uh, "Sir, sir, sir." No, thank you. 
so last episode, you know, like I said, we got our we got our, our Hulk Jin back and forth. We you know they 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 talked a great deal about spandex and you know how to be a Hulk, what all that meant. They broke the bar because you know that's what you do when you're a Hulk, you break shit. Uh, you know, they, they, there, there was a lot of thunder clapping. Fortunately, because this would be incest, it was not a clapping of cheeks. It was clapping of hands. Thank you. Please and thank you. Hey, if this was Mark Millar's She-Hulk, that's not incest. That's just things that gotta happen. <laughs> He's like, we gotta keep the bloodline. It's just it's <laughs> that common ass sense. Like, who else would be? Duh. Look. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna go tell you right now. If uh, uh, if Tatiana Maslany, if she would have walked in on that uh, on that table reading for for that episode, she'd have had this face. She'd been like, uh, "Excuse me." <laughs> she'd have been like, "What?" <laughs> uh, excuse me, I didn't sign on for this. Uh, but no. Um, so they they've been setting up something. A lot of people, I guess. I don't know how this isn't more widespread knowledge, but a lot of people seem to not be aware that there is a certain deal, and we've talked about this deal before, Carter, where they can't make Hulk movies. They can't make Hulk movies because Marvel doesn't own the rights to Hulk. They can put the Hulk in movies, just not his own movie. (laughs) Like, they have to, like, like... This is why every Avengers movie, every other Marvel movie he happens to appear, and this is why Hulk always has this little bit of an arc that might, some people may feel like it slows the movie down, some people may feel like, you know, it's perfectly fine and dandy, some people may not even notice it, but, and I feel like that is kind of the case uh, for what we're talking about here, but they've been setting up so much, uh, subtly, uh, with the Hulk over the last few years. Uh, it's like long-term booking in cameo form. And we've gotten to this episode, and while this episode, this first, the first episode was doing a, it was actually doing a lot to set up She-Hulk, but it was also doing a lot to set up what's next for Bruce. This episode focused more on Jennifer. And uh, for those of you who are more familiar with maybe the Charles Soule or the Dan Slot run, of uh, She-Hulk, this episode pretty much begins the way both of those series began. (laughs) Uh, With Jen getting fired. (laughs) Which uh, is something that I never really thought about until today. Is that when you get that first, I think it was the first issue of Dan Slott's She-Hulk, Jen is getting fired. (laughs) She's getting fired, and then she's going to go work at another uh, at another law firm, which is oddly enough the law firm that she's working for in the show, uh, GLKNH, um, uh, or that GHKL seems, or something. Like, seems, it's something like yeah. It pissed me off because mm-hmm. I'm saying the first thing that popped in my head. You remember when um, and Walter Baptiste? We see that super chat. Thank you, sir. Uh, you remember when you go for an interview somewhere and they tell you that you're overqualified for this job? Mm-hmm. It was that type of energy, and it pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. It's uh, and, and uh, anyone I think who has ever been in that situation can empathize with that. It's a um, it's funny to me because <laughs> it's funny to me because I've literally been in that position where it's like, 
Oh, yeah, man, you have all the qualifications. Yeah, anyway, we can't hire you. You cost too much, or, you know, you're, you'd be a distraction, or, you know, this, that, and the third. Um, it's... Stuff like that is funny to me, because we we literally we literally see in this episode that, you know, Jen, Jen's just out here. She She's adjusting, which, to be fair, her law firm wasn't entirely wrong for firing. I mean, not I don't think they should have fired her, but I could see why they should have been. Like, if they were just angry with her, that yeah. would have been probably more in line. Though, granted, the, the, the suit that they lost because of her turning into She-Hulk and saving the, the jury was a really, it was a really yeah. big case for that law firm. So the fact that they lost it and it basically made them look bad, I kind of see why they kind of had to do what they had to do. Yeah, and they, when, they, when the guy yeah. gave the reasoning, it yeah. was, it was, it was scummy in the sense of, man, that's messed up, but mm. it made sense when he gave the reasoning for it. Yeah, yeah, no, most certainly, most certainly, most certainly. It it, it made it made a crap ton of sense. Um, but then you know, it, it also I think what made it probably I don't know, maybe it made me feel more uncomfortable. I don't know how it made anybody else feel, but it made me feel more uncomfortable because you know this is one of the things a lot of people may or may not know. A little insider baseball about uh, She Hulk that I think some people didn't get by the time this episode came out is that you know, She Hulk's metabolism is one thing when she's She Hulk. It's a whole other thing. When she's Jennifer Walters, so she could drink the whole bar up as as She Hulk, but if she immediately turned back into Jen, that's how you get this. No, she would drunk. I was not <laughs> expecting them drinks to hit her dead hard, <laughs> dead quick. Dude, look, she, she was white girl even, wasted. <laughs> she wasn't even Jen for more than a second. I thought she slipped on something. I'm like, oh no, she's not. No, no. Oh no, 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 she. She gone. She off the Hennessy. <laughs> she off that Hennessy. Well, she, she she was she was out here she was out here ready to to uh uh, uh take that that hoodie off. <laughs> this would been a whole other She Hulk show. We would we would have saw that we we would saw that Shulky uh uh what was it carrying the dude? <laughs> we we, we would have seen this shot. Uh, a whole two oh, or three man. episodes early. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but no, um, but no that 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 part of the the show was was really uh, kind of messed up to me. The uh, like the, like I said, the whole fire thing because you can see her, like they do like, and I love the way they did it because they did it as a montage. You see this shot where like she's going through all of these different like, and you can tell based on the background of each shot. That she is going further and further and further and further and further down the uh uh the the, the totem pole the of law yeah. firms. Yeah, just it, it was because like because this is like not even the last one. This isn't even the last one. There was another one. It looked like she. It looked like that law firm was in a basement. I thought she was at uh, Nelson and Murdoch. <laughs> at some point, I was, when that scene was happening, I'm like, okay. Some of y'all asses need to do this just for the look it would give y'all firm. Get off of your fucking high horse. That mm-hmm. shit is in my closet, that back rub she here right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, but it's just like, but you know, so, but this is actually what kind of leads us to what I think is uh, one of the big, biggest shots 
uh, of this. And bef- uh, before we do that, my God, good Lord. Yep. 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 It happened. Yep. It happened. Look, you know, what? I guess. Look, you know what? Before you know what? Yeah, that's a good thing. It happened now. You know, because uh, the timing's you, good. So you before do it now. Let's go. Let's go ahead and address these. Let's go ahead and uh, uh, address these now. And let, let, let's go ahead and address these now, because I don't want to lose them first and foremost. Uh, so you know what? Let's go ahead and start off. We, we're we're going to address both of these super chats here. We got us a one hundo dollar super chat from the homie Jonathan Moda coming through hot. Say get those likes up. On topic, it made sense, but still sucks. I got let go from a job for saving someone from a lawsuit and getting fired. I get why, but it still sucked. And that, and that, that's the thing. That's what, I, and that's kind of the 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 thing that made this resonate with me probably more than it would have initially. Is it like, have you ever done like like those situations where you've done something you know in your heart of hearts was the right thing to do, but then they're just like, yep. Got to let you go, pimp. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've had one of those instances mm. several times. Mm. Oh yeah, it's like I, like I remember like and and not just I've had it in various. I've actually had it happen in different fields mm-hmm. for various and sundry reasons. Uh, and even when they and I think that's what actually makes it worse is when you can tell that the person who is firing you knows. You did the right thing, yep, but yep, they still yep, got to yep. fire you, even if mm-hmm. even if they don't want to, even if they don't want to fire you, they still got to fire. And it, it, I think honestly, I would rather be fired for gross negligence, like just me, just completely fucking my job up, like just like, like fire me for being chronically late, fire me for not showing up to work, fire me for being bad at my job. Don't fire me because I'm a good person. <laughs> don't fire me because I'm a nice person. <laughs> But uh, I, I get it. That, that's the that's the corporate world, which I still don't think is a good excuse. Um, but no. Uh, by the way, uh, so and I, I want to make sure uh, it, it is not forgotten either. Uh, I am still setting the thing up, so we we're gonna we're gonna do it. Uh, I said we're gonna do it this week. Yeah, we're gonna do it next week. We're gonna do it next. These week. things take time, people. Yes, but it well, is well. <laughs> Well worth it. <laughs> well, no, also that, and I think Carter and I both had the same realization yesterday that um, the um, uh, the the thing that we wanted to use to do what we're going to do without yeah. saying more about it, yeah, is a thing I've actually used before in the past, and I couldn't remember the name of it. Carter couldn't remember the name of it, so here we are. And we figured that out last night. And by the time I we we got that information, it was way too late for me to even be trying to put something together at the last minute. So that just yeah, it is. What it is. Y'all don't even know what it is, so don't rush us. Don't just... don't rush. Yeah, <laughs> like y'all rushing the surprise. Uh, we also got the nineteen ninety nine. Canadian soup chat says uh, contributing to the blurred movement. I can't stay for the whole episode because I haven't seen any She-Hulk yet. Also, the likes don't seem to match the attendance. <laughs> they do not. I had to go through this yesterday when I was live on YouTube. What? To, come on, y'all, y'all, y'all gotta get y'all gotta get these likes up. Yeah, people. come on. Right up, bro. So I need you all to keep that same energy over here. 
Yes, yes, please, 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 please. Let's see, let, let's get them. We got 214 people here. I, I, I see 101 likes. I, I, I see 101 Dalmatians. Can we go ahead and just pretend there was 214 of them? Let's pretend. Let's just pretend. Let's pretend. I know in the movie Cruella DeVille killed the other hundred some odd of them, but you know, that, that's okay. We're not going to talk about that. I need y'all to get us to. We need to get them Dalmatians back. <laughs> I just started thinking of the Cruella movie. Look, look, look. I ain't going to lie. That Dalmatian pushed my mama off a cliff. I'd be mad too. <laughs> Look, I would dye my hair half white on one side, black on the other, and be acting a whole fool too, driving that little ugly ass car uh, that was rattling. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm not saying she should have killed the puppies or she should have been trying to kill the puppies. But if you saw what we saw, you'd understand. You'd be like, no, 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 she killed my mama. That, them, 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 them dogs knocked my mama off a cliff. <laughs> but no, <laughs> but no uh let's so okay so first and foremost thank you for those super chats by the way um but yeah jen getting fired actually sets up and carter did you ever did you ever have this on your 2022 bingo card that a mcu superhero getting fired from their job sets up the x-men's <laughs> Did you did you did, did did you have that on your 2022 MCU bingo card? Did you have it? Did you have it, Carter? It sounds like foolishness. Okay. Okay. Well, then you know what? Here. Bam. <laughs> so, I want you to see something. Iron Man 3s? Yeah, oh, the, yeah, that's right. The Iron Man 3s right there. Right there. But no, here's the real thing I want you to take a look at, Carter. Look underneath. Related Man. articles? Yes, related articles. Man fights with metal claws. Oh my goodness. In bar brawl. I did. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> oh, that's not the only one. <laughs> See, people, this is why you when you're watching your favorite show, your favorite movie, your favorite anything. Even though a lot of people do not watch TV anymore because of all these streaming services, mm -hmm. watch them on your TV. Do not watch them on your phone <laughs> because you miss the little things. Yes. Like yes, that. you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, for... That one is honestly, I didn't catch it first until a second viewing. I wasn't really paying attention to the um uh to that side of the screen. I was <laughs> my dumb ass was reading the uh the Swiss village mascot uh <laughs> part of it. I was like, oh, I wonder what's in that little blurb. I do though I will say this, there's lots of little here, let's go back. Cause that's not the only uh like that's not the only Easter egg in there, uh, Carter. Let's go back. There is a Find Ant-Man link, uh, which is very likely either a nod to a Where's Waldo-style game. <laughs> you see what's next to Find Ant-Man? Mm-hmm. Bruh. 
Lightning McQueen Cars. is in the MCU, bro. Hey, <laughs> not just, hey, and you know what that means? That means that means Mater's there too. I didn't. Uh, you could have kept that one to yourself, and I felt like you was gonna go that route. I felt like uh, you yeah, was going. I, I was. I was actually. I was actually really thinking about it. Uh, we also got Norse mythology references to Thor. Uh, we've also got Avengers right there, and there's also Insanity on another one. I don't know where that one's going, but uh, you never know. Uh, there's also a thing for, and it doesn't say here, it's kind of, uh, and you really can't see it here either because uh, the lower third's blocked. I'll move it here for a sec just so we can see it. Uh, there's a thing here that says, bot cleanup. <laughs> you can't really see what kind of bot it is, but I can go ahead and tell you right now, it looks like it might be Ultron bot cleanup is what it looks like. See, um, I kept laughing to myself. Uh, I kept I kept making a joke that that shit said Scarlet Rot cleanup because I've this, been playing Elden Ring. This this mother this motherfucker. <laughs> see, look this this why this why we don't have nice things, y'all. This is why we don't have nice things. I just want to point that out to y'all. I just want to point that out. This is why we do not have nice things. Hey man, if they got Lightning McQueen in the MCU, they can have Scarlet Rot mess somewhere. Oh my god! Anyway. We, can see, we can see Radon pop up in Loki. You don't know <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Anyway, look here. Going back to it, the, there's one more thing. Um, let, there's one more. There's another thing in here. Uh, so we also got. You know, remember Carter? How we always talk about how no one ever talks about. No one ever really talks about the um, the giant ass fucking celestial that's hanging out of the goddamn planet that's in the ocean. Like, no one ever talks about it. It's never addressed. Nobody mentions it. It's just a thing that happened, and no one's no one's discussing it. No one's even talking about the giant celestial that just popped up and was standing next to the Earth that everybody could see. But here's something funny, Carter. This actually gives us... This episode told us a lot about where this story takes place in the greater timeline, and we now know, and for two reasons, where it takes place. Um... So we got another one here in the related articles. Why there is a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean. <laughs> so now we have a so now we actually have a reference. Uh, it's the this is actually I think the first reference to Tiamat sticking out of the ocean from the Eternals movie. And I don't know what this bottom one here is here. They say scientists discover something. Uh, I think it's a settlement. I think they said settlement inside, but you can't really see what the rest of the, of the article is. <gasps> yeah. What if it's that planet that got shrunk that Superman was trying to bring back to regular size? See, you you, you, you talking about Brainiac? I'm done with you. I'm I'm, I'm you talking about Brainiac and MCU? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with y'all. Anyway, my point of the matter is is that. This has very clearly, this is very clearly set up some pretty awesome shit. This is set up some pretty awesome shit, I think, um, in the you, uh, in the MCU. Would you um, be mad if nothing comes of that? No, not at all. Uh, well, okay, let me let me rephrase it. Mm -hmm. Would you be upset if the only thing that came from that was Avengers Mountain, and that's it? Well, no. Uh, okay, I tell you what. So, 
technically, I don't even think you'll get Avengers Mountain from that because Tiamat is the Dreaming Celestial. Uh, Tiamat, uh, the, the Avengers Mountain is the Progenitor, uh, which is the first Celestial that came to Earth, um, ever. Uh, so, when you get to Tiamat, Tiamat's the Dreaming Celestial that was, uh, that's been around since Neil Gaiman's run on Eternals. Okay. Uh, they call it the Dreaming Celestial because it's not awake. <laughs> it uh, communicates uh, like telepathically what it wants the Eternals to do um, at various points in time. It's also the one Celestial that had kind of rebelled against uh, Arsham uh, because uh, Arsham was on his uh, on his fuckboy shit. But, uh, but no, this is, like, if, okay, the Metal Claws thing, if, or, Leo, I'll address the Eternals one first. If they don't really do anything with that, I think they will do something with that reference, because I think, honestly, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing that exists. While it is debatable as to, because I've heard conflicting rumors there were rumors that there was not going to be a second Eternals movie. Then there were other uh, contrarian statements saying that there was. At this point, who knows? We'll find out when Marvel wants us to find out. But um, as as far as the whole TMA thing, I think something will come of it. It just may not be in an Eternals movie when it happens. Um, and honestly, if they did decide to... Uh, okay, we did the movie. You know, let's let we want to do a more long form, a uh, more long form story. Let's just you know make it an MCU show, like a Disney Plus show. I'd be perfectly fine with that too. Whatever the case is, I wouldn't be angry if I got more Eternals. I actually quite enjoyed the movie. Um, but it's probably the thing that now what I would be a little bit miffed by is. If the if the reference to the man fighting in the bar with the metal claws, if they never address that ever again, I would find that a little silly. Just because that's such an obvious thing. Like, like that's not like a like. Because here's the thing: like, it was very specific. Because I know there were some people saying, "Oh, well, what if it was you know maybe it was just somebody using like some." Uh, you they they had little like the the claws you can hold you know, you know, underneath you know, in your you know, between your fingers you know you can where you can cosplay as Wolverine. What if it was just that? It wasn't really Wolverine. And at that point, that's what I'm saying. You're doing more work to make this make sense than I am. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Can I can I please have this? Can I please have this in the MCU? Please, please. Please, can I get that ugly ass yellow and brown suit in the MCU just one time? That's all I'm asking for. That's gonna be <laughs> a really bad blurred cave because once we finally do get that and we see the actor they put in the role, mm-hmm. there are gonna be so many people that are salty that it is not Hugh Jackman that I am already getting a headache from that blur cave, and that shit ain't happening until years down the line. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm mad at all the people who are going to be coming in talking about Tom Cruise in the movie. Now, here's the thing. If you wanted to cast Tom Cruise in a role in the MCU, 
Wolverine would make sense because he is the right height. Because <laughs> Tom Cruise is short as hell. <laughs> I'm taller than Tom Cruise. <laughs> Carter, look, Carter want to fight me on this one, but he knows he can't. <laughs> no. Nah. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see Ethan Hunt as Wolverine, man. You want to see Ethan Hunt? You want to see Ethan Hunt? You want Ethan Hunt? Come on now. Look, this would be the one time I would entertain. Look, this would be the one time I would entertain some, some, some Tom Cruise foolishness. If someone said, "Hey, man, is that? Wait, that's Wolverine right there. That's Tom Cruise." (laughs) I'd have been like, "Man, that tracks." I just know that our, I could already imagine the chat. I can already imagine Twitter and us having to speak on it. I can already see the YouTube comments. Oh, yeah. They got to be Wolverine. That is going to be ridiculous. I mean, here's one thing. There's one movie and one movie alone that actually has always been the thing. Like if someone ever told me, hey, Tom Cruise for Wolverine, here's what I would say to you. I would say, I've seen Collateral. That might work. I have seen Collateral. That might actually work. Damn, I love that movie. That movie is great. I, I, I just want to say right now, if y'all, have, if anyone in this chat has never seen the movie with Tom Cruise and, for what inexplicable reason, Jamie Foxx, <laughs> Collateral is a fire-ass movie, and it did not get its flowers when it originally came out. Because I remember when that movie came out, so many critics at the time dunked on that movie. They called it stupid. They said Tom Cruise was unbelievable. And then you kind of, it's kind of one of those things. Remember how we talked about with No Way Home, how everybody was just shitting on uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man. And everyone's like, oh man, those movies were awful. After No Way Home comes out, you start seeing, because I remember I got clowned in a jury of my peers oh, God, on YouTube. <laughs> what you trying to say? You was in a jury and they were shitting on you. Like, no, no, no. A, we got a murder trial to talk about. Why are you talking to me about Spider Man? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was just no. Like I was on a panel of my peers. It's probably the term I should have used. I was on a panel of my YouTube peers, other comic book YouTubers. You likely know. I'm not gonna call them out because they probably sing in different tunes now. But thing is, I remember everyone asked me who my favorite. Like we said, okay. Who's your favorite Peter Parker? Who's your favorite Spider-Man? And my answer for Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield. Everybody's like, oh, man, Andrew Garfield was terrible. But now, and I and I was saying that shit online, too. Everybody's like, oh, man, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man's the worst Spider-Man. No Way Home comes out. Now everybody's like, man, dude, man, them amazing Spider-Man movies, man. Y'all need to give the movies a chance, bro. The movies is good. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Y'all, y'all late. Y'all late. Where, where was y'all? Where was y'all to help me uh, 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 sing the clarion call? For all the 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 amazing uh, Spider-Man fans, I'm not saying the movies were great. I'm just saying that he he as a Spider-Man was great. Where were y'all when I needed y'all? I needed the backup. Now now y'all want to show up late. Yeah, this, this some Helms deep shit. Y'all like Gandalf showing up at the end of the two towers. Like I'd have been out here fighting for fighting for my life, and here y'all come on some. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me show up on my little white horse and, hey, what's going on, y'all? Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> but anyway, the thing is, this is why, but no, I want to go back to that picture because I want to say, this is, 
This is why they call it Hollywood. This is why it's called acting. Mm-hmm. You can put, like, I mean, I get it. There are instances where you could pick someone who is absolutely terrible for a role. That they just don't make any damn sense in that role. But the thing is, you can make someone look really different. Uh, just based on movie magic. Um, I always tell people, uh, I point to the Batman. Colin Farrell. Unrecognizable. I'm happy you said that, yep unrecognizable as the penguin. I mean, once you know it's Colin Farrell, you're kind of like, oh shit, that is Colin Farrell under all that shit. Damn. Dude, there were so many people in, there There were several people in my stream yesterday um, because someone brought up how I felt about the Batman and they brought up Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. And I, man, I just couldn't believe the Twilight. But y'all need to watch. Okay. Yeah. So just like you recommending people watch Collateral for Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. and I said this to people yesterday, there's a movie with Robert Pattinson and Guy Pierce. Yep. So you get so you get a little bit of Iron Man three sprinkled with some Batman in it. It's called The Rover. Mm-hmm. Fire. Go movie. watch it. Go watch it. Fire movie. Go watch it. Uh, I'm also gonna say I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. Go watch the Lighthouse. Uh, Lighthouse. This one. This one. You get yeah, some Batman get some, get as some Green, Green Goblin. Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> look, 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 look. I ain't gonna lie. That whole movie. I was scared. Willem Dafoe was gonna throw. Uh, was going to throw Batman's girlfriend off the roof of a building. <laughs> off a bridge. But no, um, the thing is, act, that's why it's called acting. Because a good actor can make you believe that they're anyone. Anyone. A good actor can have you, like, case of point, that boy, uh, oh my god, I can't remember his name. Uh, um... Oh my god, what was his name? Joffrey Baratheon. The actor who played Joffrey uh, Baratheon was played by uh, Jack Gleason. That little boy, he's not a little boy anymore. He's, he's, I think he's damn near grown now. <laughs> I think, I think, think he's damn near grown now. This motherfucker was so good at his job, people still hate him when they see him. Didn't he quit acting because of that? I think he I might have. Something like he kind of backed away from it. Yeah, it's and the thing is, a lot of child actors have done that. Uh, he hasn't. I don't think he actually. Okay, I tell you what. Tell you here. here. Okay, so he did some. He's done two things recently, but after Game of Thrones, he did take a break. Uh, because he has a t- he had a TV show that came out uh in 2020 during the pandemic. And he's got an he had another um I think he had another movie come out shortly after. I think he's in something else that's coming up now. But like, yeah, Jack Gleason was so good at his job. Dude literally had people like ready to kill him when they saw him. <laughs> Which that opens up a whole can of worms mm-hmm. that some of you people, and I'm not talking about all of you, because mm-hmm. there are several people who watch us that don't like our takes on things, even yeah. though the whole point of the cave is for us to debate and yeah, give talk about perspectives. It. But a lot of you geeks <laughs> that can't discern the real from the fake, it's yeah. called theater. Yes. It ain't real. No. This is a role people are doing i was listening to a podcast with john bernthal and he had the woman that played um uh she was on prison break she was uh rick grimes wife on walking dead 
and she was oh talking about, yeah, yeah yeah i know you're talking about, I know you're talking about yeah, yeah and she was talking about how many death threats she was getting how many people mm-hmm. were just horrible to her on the street because of the role or the the episode that they saw of a walking dead mm-hmm. and they didn't like what she was doing a lot of you uh sarah wayne callies sarah wayne callies my bad okay but i'm talking to the people and again y'all i'm talking to the people who watch us but don't like our taste i don't know why they want but you know whatever fuck i mean uh, but i appreciate you being here (laughs) nerds that cannot understand that this is a role that people are doing and you think that these are how you so many, I, I dude, I oh. remember when Jeffrey B. Morgan was talking about how he killed Glenn and motherfuckers was coming up to him and almost got hands for real. Oh, a lot yeah. of you people need to understand this is all, just like you all well, no. call out fans of pro wrestling, this is all <laughs> fake. Yeah. Well, no, uh, Anna Gunn, you remember uh, Skylar White that yes. was on uh, Breaking Bad? She caught hate because people hated, that people hated her. They kept associating her with the actual character from the show, and here's the sad part, and here, okay, and that's wrong on two fronts. That's wrong on two fronts, because not only are you, you know, out of line because this is all make-believe, you're also out of line because Skylar wasn't wrong. <laughs> she kept trying to tell that motherfucker. <laughs> but no, Walter White thought he was big and bad. He thought he was, he thought he was Lex Luthor for real. Okay, now when I say nerds and I'm saying these people are geeks, I'm not saying actual, like, you know, nerds or geeks. No, no, we're talking about using that as a phrase to insult these people. These fucking dweebs. The same ones who will watch, who they send all these death threats to Sarah Wayne Galleys for Walking Dead, but are the same ones that don't read comic books because comic books are for kids, but they have Mm -hmm. watched every fucking season of Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. It's like nuts. <laughs> well, I mean, it makes me realize that, like, it's like, damn it, y'all take this way more seriously than you should. Yeah, just putting that out there. We but, can um, make jokes about how people act, but you have to realize it's not a real thing. Jim Carrey is really not the cable guy, people. No, you see what I'm saying? He's, he's also he's also not Ace Ventura, pet detective. Just you see what I'm out. saying? These are just roles. This ain't real. This is play. This is this is this is playing with your friends, but you're getting paid a lot of money to do it. <laughs> yeah, I really think that Tom Cruise, a whole ass gray haired tiny hitman around here. You think Jamie Foxx is really driving cabs? You think Tom Cruise trying to find Jada Pinkett somewhere and kill her? The only person that's killing her is apparently August Alcina again. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, you have to realize that none of this is real. Oh, period. God. None of it. Not 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 even a not even a drop. But no, uh I guess but that said though, if they do bring if they do big the big the big word here uh or the operative word rather here is if 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 they bring Wolverine into the MCU, if we if we get to see if I get to see this, this right here in the MCU I'm a holler. That's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, personally, I think that for for us to... For us to basically get a 
if we were to get Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine, I'd be okay with that, I guess. I think he's too tall to be Wolverine, but that's just me. But once again, I don't want him back. That dude played Wolverine for 20-some years. Almost 20 years, I think. I think just short or just shy of 20 years. Uh, but I think I think it's time to let... I think it's time to... I think it's time to let Hugh Jackman go. Yeah, he, he had his swan song. Yeah, he did. He bowed with grace. Now it's time for somebody else. Yeah, period. I mean, I mean, look at I mean, he was great. Don't get me wrong. He was fantastic. He did Absolutely. a fantastic job doing what he did. But at this particular point in time, I think it's time to let somebody else take the role. And I know how people feel about stuff like this because I remember it was the same thing that I, I remember when uh, – when, when, when people were getting upset about when they recasted the characters, uh, when they rebooted the X-Men movies uh, for that little bit. Uh, but the thing is, you can't keep bringing back the same actors over and over and over and over and over and over and over again because eventually you're going to get tired of them. Eventually this, you're going to get tired of them. And then you're going to be complaining that they're there. This is why the Blair Cave lasts so long because we'll be talking about one thing and then we'll go off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. But the tangent will actually be good info mm-hmm. well no we're, we're technically we're on but, brand we're, we're yeah, on brand right now we're on but, brand right now my, my thing is just just go ahead go ahead go ahead yeah well no I, i'll just i'll just say this. let's let's go ahead and get into uh let's get into our next thing here uh which is still on the same thing uh <laughs> so we actually got a um we got a couple of references a couple more references here Um, that popped up in this. And I guess I'll I'll say this real quick for anyone that's confused as to why Wolverine getting a reference in She-Hulk is of interest is because Wolverine used to be a Hulk villain. Let's just put that out there. A lot of people forgot about that shit, but Wolverine used to be in that ugly ass yellow suit with the, with the whiskers on it. Uh, so please, I want to know more about these Easter eggs because a lot of these Mm. I just did not catch at all. I saw the QR code and kept on trucking. This man. Oh, you're talking about Moon Knight? <laughs> no, no, no. There was, there was or, a QR code in She-Hulk as well. Um, oh, no, that one I didn't catch. I didn't catch the yeah. QR code in that one. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a QR code in that one. and I'm oh, pretty sure you, it probably went to an issue of She-Hulk. Did you see the video that was going online with Titania, like, riding over She-Hulk billboards and shit? Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Loved it. Loved it. What's I mean, so it, funny yeah. about that? <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> Because it oh yeah, because it's it, it's in your area. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the bus just riding mm. around because I was bored. I swear to you, all I saw was somebody in a yellow jacket riding over it. I thought it was a homeless person just writing bullshit on the She-Hulk thing, and then I see it on Twitter, and that was whole ass Jamil. Jamil. I'm just <laughs> like, boy, I should have got off the bus. Look, hey, look, you, you, look, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing with that uh, for me is that I'm here for it. I'm here for that type of stuff. I'm, I'm here for those type of references. The references, the other references that we got in this episode, the ones that kind of stuck out to me, we're actually going to play uh, a clip here uh, for a couple of them. Um, but, yeah, here, let's go. Uh here we get. I got this queued up, and oh yeah, let me turn that off because I want you guys to actually be able to hear it, which would be okay. Which would be amazing. Would be amazing. Here, let's go. Uh, 
Actually, Blonsky wrote me a really nice letter a while back. And a really heartfelt haiku, so we put everything behind us. That that fight was so many years ago, I'm a completely different person now. Literally. <laughs> so that that scene where he's talking about uh where where Jennifer's asking him hey I got hit up to represent this motherfucker <laughs> and, and Hulk's like nah man that's all good man I was a different person back then that sh I'm not gonna lie I fell out of my chair when that happened yeah, that I fell out the chair. Made me laugh. I'm like, this motherfucker. Hulk got bar because that was that was a triple entendre he just did. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like wait a minute, because he was he was like he's like I was he's like I was I was a different person back then, literally. Literally. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, man, y'all out here firing shots at uh, <laughs> y'all out here firing uh shots at uh uh Ed Norton. <laughs> Because I mean that 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 was a thing. That was I mean you know, we, we talked we've talked about it ad nauseum on the show before. So I mean, I'm not gonna uh, uh, we're not gonna go back into it, but but yeah, that was a thing. Uh, the Edward Norton Incredible Hulk. Uh, it keeps getting references. They keep making references to it. They keep bringing it up. I love it. I'm here for it. Let's go. Well, there uh, is one thing I mm -hmm. do want to bring up about mm -hmm. that movie, but it's pertaining to She Hulk. Go ahead. Um, when we get to the scene with Jen talking to Emil Blonsky and he's basically saying that he didn't want to do what he did. He was trying to serve his country and they yeah. just gave him this borked up version of the, of the super soldier mm. serum. Okay. Here's my question to you because it's been quite a long time since I've seen that movie and I mm. might be remembering things wrong. Yeah. He wasn't forced to take that shit. I didn't he have someone at gunpoint tell him to turn him into a Hulk? Or am well, I misremembering? No, 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 no. You're not you're not misremembering. Okay, so basically here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh no one forced him to do it. But here's the deal. No one told him like what the end result would be. Is kind of is, is like, okay, so because basically what he saw, he's, I mean, technically in a way, he was sold a bad bill of goods. Mm -hmm. Because technically the way it was sold to him is that it would make him like Captain America. That was actually a reference in the movie. Like they, it was like, oh, hey, this is going to make you a super soldier. This is going to put you on, on par with the Hulk, that you could take him down. You would have the power necessary to, to, to stand up to a Hulk. And then everything went wrong, as it usually does when it comes to super soldiers in Marvel Comics. That's not even just the movies and TV shows. That's even, like, in the comics. Typically, people who try to become super soldiers don't always... They usually end up coming out bad. They usually end up getting turned into monsters or, like, just crazy people. Uh, but... I did think that was interesting. I actually did think that that is actually interesting, but it does put it into a little bit of perspective. And technically, I think Blonsky was actually kind of, you know, giving a little revisionist history uh, on okay. it. But it okay. does, but, but he is not wrong in that they did tell him that he was going to be a superhero, that the serum wouldn't warp his mind and make him crazy. 
They didn't tell like him I, that. Like part. I said, it's, yeah. it's, it's been a minute since I've seen that movie, but yeah. I swear it was like, I feel like the way my mind remembered it was his team had got whooped by the Hulk. Yeah. And he wanted to be like that to whoop Hulk. And I, like I said, I, I could have been yeah. the, the Well, the super soldier serum that, that, you know, that obviously made Captain America is brought up in conversation. And they do, and I don't, I think at the end of the day, I think he thought he was still going to be him. Not what he became, ultimately, what he became. Is, uh, that's more my line of thinking on the matter. Uh, he didn't think he was going to be, you know, looking like this motherfucker right here. <laughs> he, he which, which, speaking of, which design do you like more, that one or the one we have currently? Uh, I like the current one. I like the I like this one now. I, I like this a lot better. I I like my abomination to look more comics accurate. But I will say this, and I know, I know for a fact it will never happen. So I'm not expecting it. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm not saying that. Uh, uh, it, it it will you know occur at, at at any random point in time. I'm not I'm not saying any of these things. So I don't want anybody putting words in my mouth. But um, if we could get the more recent iteration of uh of the abomination, I would not be upset about it. Uh. If we could get the, if we could get, and uh, here we'll actually, let me put this over here so we can do it that way. Here, let's go. Yep, bam. If we get that version of Abomination, nasty. That's what I. That would be more in line with what I would want. I would want that. With the snot that is coming out of his nose. <laughs> yeah, look, with the, with the, and, and the hands come around his face. That's what I want. That's the Abomination that I would want. Um, but the other thing, the other thing that came up in this is, uh, this is where we start getting to the, the, the real meat of the matter here. Uh, let's go to this shot right here. You coming to LA anytime soon? Yeah, probably not for a minute. I got some things I gotta take care of. Over, I guess. Yeah, big time. It's time for all them Avengers checks to get that uh that, that good garnishment. That's what that is. That's what dude, that is. Me, dude, you, you want to know how I knew that you, you want to? Okay, I know a lot of people are gonna say, man, what what if it's something else? What if it's something else? What if it's not? What if it's not Planet Hulk? Here's the thing. Look at his face. Look at his face right there. That's the face of somebody. They just found out they check getting garnished. <laughs> That's the phase of yeah, that that fifty percent is gonna hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, look at look at him. He like man, I ain't got it this month. <laughs> He's so trying to remember not to bring up that he got a bar because he wants to keep something that is one hundred percent his. <laughs> He's like, Man, please don't take Tony's bar from me. <laughs> it's the last thing I got. <sighs> but no, I I do like um I like this. Now, is this is this setting up Planet Hulk? If you listen to Mark Ruffalo, 
Mark Ruffalo's been big upping it. Uh, though, to be fair, he's been big upping a lot of things. Uh, Mark, Ruff Mark Ruffalo has been basically talking about wanting to do Planet Hulk. He's talked about wanting to do the Maestro. He's been talking about wanting to do, you know, all the future and perfect stuff. He's been wanting to try to do all of it. So, he yeah. want that money that Robert Downey mm -hmm. Jr. and them got. That's what that mm -hmm. is. Mark Ruffalo is down to do anything because he wants that bread. Oh, Period. yeah. I, and Mark I ain't Ruffalo mad at him. No, getting goddamn well that he was not everybody's first pick for the Hulk. So he's going to get as many movies out of this shit as he can so he can live super comfortable. So, Oh, yeah, and I'm not mad at him, though. I'm not mad at him. I honestly, if, if, if okay, if, if, if they actually went this direction, if they went this direction with, with Mark, if they, they do... They do plan. They do a Planet Hulk, or at the very because here's the thing. Here's something a lot of people aren't thinking about. Time passes differently on Sakar. Time passes way differently, so a lot more time has gone on since Hulk left, or hell, even since he got there in the first place. The time differential between those, uh, you know, Earth and Sakar. It wouldn't be that far out of the spectrum of possibility. I'm not thinking that. I'm not saying that you know, you know, we go see Scar and he just good and grown already. <laughs> I'm but, telling you that that's they're gonna make. Oh my god, that would piss so many people off. But I feel <laughs> like that's what they're going to do. Mm -hmm. I guarantee I will put money on this. Mm -hmm. I will put. These comics that are on this shelf that ain't nowhere near all the comics I own. I guarantee you the first Hulk movie we get fully in the MCU is going to be a goddamn buddy cop comedy with Bruce and Scar. I guarantee you. I, I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, I think it would be, I think it would work. Give me a little tango and cash, but make it Hulk and Scar. I'd be into it. I'd be into it. I got to give a shout out to Rajah Harris saying uh, he saying Hulk he about to ask if he can put a little bit on it, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Because <laughs> dude, because honestly, I ain't gonna lie. The first thing I thought of, yeah, look, and I just I, I can't help but go back to this shot. I can't help but go back to 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 this one shot right here. But you, yeah, the look on his face. How much? <laughs> Damn! Look, look, they he he really about to look, but but you know what he needs, Carter. You you you, you know you know what he needs right what now. What does right? he need? That man needs legal counsel. Oh yeah, yeah, he needs, yeah. He needs legal counsel. You know what he needs? You know what he needs more than that? He needs fourth. Wall breaking legal counsel. He needs somebody to turn around and be like, man, look, this is bullshit. You got my client hemmed up. I'm gonna need y'all to come up off this. This is this is this is kangaroo He's court. Not even <laughs> really Bruce Banner and then Jen just reach into the screen and pull Ed Norton ass out of that. Ooh! Oh no, no, no. You know what I want him to do? You know what I want him to do, Carter? Here's what I want him to do. Here's what I want him to do. So we know that uh they got the comics. In the uh, uh, in the law firm because we we've seen them we we seen her walk by and they got the they got the bins up they got the comics out uh, on display you saw a dude coming out the room like he was like oh shit <laughs> like, that's She Hulk <laughs> but um but no we know they have the comics I'm not gonna lie I would holler 
if at some point in this show, Jen has to go to Sakaar and get her cousin out of trouble with the with the Sakarin uh, Department of Child Services, <laughs> and she pull out that long box of comics and be like, "Nope, mm-mm. you see oh, right God. here in issue." Saying, uh, <laughs> Eric Banner back in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, dude, I gonna lie. Look. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute. Disgusting, Jiggernaut. You are disgusting, bro. Bruh. If they actually... do, first off, if they did that, first off, that would be disgusting. Because you imagine... Carter, I want want you to imagine something. Actually, no, I don't want you to imagine. No, I want you to see it. Could you imagine if... (laughs) If she says, I want to bring to the stand... uh, 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 My surprise witness... Bam! There he is, right there. Hey, I would have to cut whatever TV, computer monitor, cell phone screen. I am watching that episode on, and I'm gonna just say, you know what, Ernie? This whole She-Hulk episode talk. That's all you found. <laughs> that episode. If I see green ass Eric Banner, or we see Smart Bubble Nick Nolte floating into the deck. Oh courtroom. my god. Look, wait, I ain't gonna lie. I would want to see Nick Nolte just for no reason. I want him to do that little rant that he did. He was just like, ah! <laughs> Oh, goddamn. But I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Since we, are, since we know the multiverse is a thing. Uh, we know the multiverse is a thing in uh, the MCU. I wouldn't be messed up if they brought back both of them. Uh, if they brought back, like if you did, like a No Way Home situation where you can get Edward Norton to come back, you can get Eric Banna to come back, and you can just have them have to team up. Or heck, you know, because yeah, you know, we're talking about a, we're talking about a uh, um, uh, a maestro situation in the future. Dude, do you know how nasty it would be if we got the maestro, but instead of it being, yo, Mark Ruffalo Hulk, it would do motherfucker. <laughs> he would, now, he would with, the, with the beard and everything. <laughs> now, we don't want to get people's hopes up, but we can safely say Marvel has done this before. There mm-hmm. is no other reason. Nope. They brought in Quicksilver from the Fox movies on WandaVision. There was mm-hmm. no other reason they brought that actor in but to mess with people. Yeah, they so did. So they could very easily do what we are talking about. Right yeah, now. they they could do it. Well, and yeah, it, it's funny it's it's, it's funny you, you you brought that up too because that's yet another thing. Uh I know some people there are people who still there are people who are still sore about that too. That that, that wasn't actual Quicksilver. There was some somebody else. Here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. It's okay, because it was WandaVision. Let's not sit here and act like there wasn't crazy wacky shit going on that show already. Um, I mean, yeah, d- was it disappointing? Sure. But at the end of the day, that wasn't her brother. <laughs> I don't even care about that part anymore because yeah. the fact that they did it lets me know that they're willing to yeah. do it. Oh, so yeah, no, they're definitely. On the sh- on, 
and that's not even and that's not even talking about a show that's breaking the fourth wall because WandaVision didn't really do that. We looking at some shit now with She-Hulk. They could very easily do that as a joke <laughs> to you all. Uh, real oh, quick, because uh, that's one thing I did not think about. Uh, we got a $2 super chat from uh, Dominic Coles. Can we talk about Hulk sales service? I did, I did not think about that. Yeah, no. Horizon Sprint is he on to be talking about Oh, no, he, he on that Stark plan. He on that he on that Stark Tech plan. <laughs> Look, I do love that when 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 the ship went to like like warp speed, that phone cut off quick. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wait a minute. Oh, we got another one, man, dude. Rajah Hare is coming in hot with the with the ninety nine ninety nine. That dude hit us for max damage in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> This dude hit us for max. This dude hit us for max damage in Final Fantasy. I, dude, what the hell? <laughs> no, that, that, that was without question. That was joke of the show right there. That man said, "Banner said, can I put a little bit on it?" Y'all, Bruh. y'all, like, I ain't got that much money. You see how Hawkeye living right here? I ain't got that much money, man. No, nah, you know, uh, <laughs> no, uh, Shaman O Five lines that Hulk got to face your parent. Uh, uh, got the face of your parent when they tell you to tell the bill collector that they ain't here. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Like, yeah, man, I ain't here, man. Tell, yes. dude, t- tell them I'm at work. Tell them I'm at work. You hate that you the one that got to lie. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> but, yes. But no, dude, Raja, dude, thank you for that 99. Thank you, for, dude, that, that first off, 99.99, dude, coming in hot. My god. But no, I would, I personally, personally speaking, I would be perfectly fine if either Eric Bana or Edward Norton were, uh, were the maestro. Like, I don't need to see Mark, I mean, I would like, I would actually love to see Mark Ruffalo as maestro. I would love to see him play that because I think he actually would do a really good job with it. But like, I would all, I, but the thing is, just based on how I feel about Edward Norton, I would almost rather him get it because it would be easier to dislike him as a character. <laughs> but I mean, I would also like to see Eric because that's the thing. I feel like Eric Bana caught a bad rap for that Hulk movie. Like he, he's still living down that Hulk movie. And the thing is, Eric Bana is a great actor. He's actually a great actor. Dude is fantastic. But he doesn't get the the props he deserves because people keep wanting to bring up that Ang Lee Hulk movie. What if we both wrong and it's just Lou Ferrigno? Actually, you know what? You know, Lou Ferrigno... Nah, Lou Ferrigno... Nah, I'm going to tell you what. Lou Ferrigno won't do it, and you want to know why? Because is he that? is very anti-CGI Hulk. Really? Yes, he is. He has been hmm. very... He has been... Okay, so Lou Ferrigno, ever since... the M- He's been outspoken about it for a while, but especially after the MCU became, like, you know, a thing and it was really popular, he'll come back and he'll do, like, you know, uh, before Ruffalo started uh, uh, doing more with the Hulk, like, like case of point, in Avengers, the first Avengers movie, when you, when you hear Hulk say puny god, that's not Mark Ruffalo. That's Lou Ferrigno. Really? Yes. Uh, okay. When you hear when you hear Hulk say Hulk smash in Incredible Hulk, uh, when you hear uh, I think 
I think Hulk speaks. I don't know. I can't remember if Hulk spoke in Ang Lee Hulk uh, any at all. I think if he says anything, yeah, he I said, think it's, he said he spoke at the end when he turned Nick Nolte into the snot bubble. He told yeah. him to take it all. He told him all. Yeah, rage, I think. I think that might have been Lou Ferrigno as well, maybe. I don't know. Typically, Lou Ferrigno comes in and does voice acting for the Hulk as, like, a cameo appearance. He also does little cameos in Hulk stuff. Like, I think he was a security guard or something in the first Hulk movie. And then he oh, had wow. the Hulk smash thing in the... But, yeah, he he hates CGI Hulk. Because I, I remember... I was making fun of this the other day. Uh, me and my wife were making fun of this. Because I, I saw a thing he had posted. Someone was talking about how much he criticized uh, CGI Hulk. He said he felt that real actors needed to be the Hulk. Like, someone actually on the screen uh, needed to be uh, present uh, I mean, for Technically, the Mark Ruffalo is pregnant. Or, not pregnant, Jesus Christ. He is present. He just in a mocap suit. Yeah, he's there. Well, no, no. He, I mean, but he's okay. So, so basically, to, oh, no, to I know, I know what you mean. He wants yeah. a motherfucker that's painted green, right? And here's the thing. So, the, so the reason why me and my wife were actually talking about this was because, um, remember when I showed you when I hit you up on Discord the other day with that uh that picture that uh Petey Wheatstraw was on uh yeah, on yeah, Tubi yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, me and my wife, we were looking for something to watch, and before we got to Petey Wheatstraw. Uh, we found Trial of the Incredible Hulk. And, uh, Carter, did you ever see that? Did you ever see Trial of the Incredible Hulk? Yes, I did. I just can't remember it. I got that on, I had that on VHS from yeah. Mega Market. You remember Mega yeah. Market? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> which is like a super, <laughs> dude, which is a super low now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's a super low now. No. Um. The one that the mega market that used to be on Covenant Pike that I think at one point might have been a Piggly Wiggly too, I think yeah it's a super low now. See, I'm uh, talking about the one that was across the street from Southland Mall. Oh yeah, no, I don't know what that one is anymore now, but it might be something else. But um, but no, we saw a trailer. We we or we didn't see a trailer for. We actually watched the trailer for, it, but it was on Tubi TV. The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. That's the one that has Daredevil in it, and Daredevil's in like a a. a the uh, Daredevil's in the all uh, in the all black suit, um, but yeah, that one basically. Which, by the way, Trial of the Incredible Hulk is actually kind of entertaining because, like, here I, for those who aren't familiar, this show Daredevil right here, <laughs> this show Daredevil right there, but um. But no, it, it's it, it was hilarious to me. But no, Lou Ferrigno, he wants people. Lou Ferrigno wants real actors in the suit, or, or not in the suit, but like just in <laughs> green makeup. That's what he I wants. Seen that in so long, <laughs> Bruh, That's what Lou Lou Ferrigno. Look, could you imagine Maestro pulling up looking like this? Could you imagine Maestro pulling up looking looking like that? Can you could you I could you see love it? Love every blurred came from that point forward because everybody would rage, 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 and it would be music to my ears. Dude, I would, I would holler. become a Twitter presence if they put this. Dude, in I'm like this show, this show Maestro, <laughs> this show Maestro. <laughs> But no, it's 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 hilarious to me. But but no, I, I would be I would be down for it if they decided to go with the Planet Hulk, uh uh, like a like a like okay, I'll even meet Carter halfway on this one. If the next 
actual Hulk movie that we get, like, like, cause you know, the rights to the Hulk, the actual film rights to the, to the Hulk are said to be either about to revert back to Marvel or already have reverted back to Marvel, which is why we're seeing this full court press on Hulk related stuff to kind of set that up so they can just go straight to the movie without doing any, uh, uh, origin story bullshit, uh, or setup bullshit. You just go bam straight to it. What if they gave us a planet Hulk? Where we got where instead of doing it where because I think if I'm if I'm if I'm remembering I may be misremembering uh, Planet Hulk, but by the point of Planet Hulk, Scar hadn't quite been born yet. Like he, like that was post. That was post. Uh, that, that was, was post. post. That was post Planet Hulk. So what if because you know Marvel they like to remix shit. Nothing is ever actually 100% the thing that they say it is like. So if they made a Planet Hulk movie, you can go ahead and just divorce yourself right now of the idea that this is going to be 100% one-to-one uh, Planet Hulk. Here's it how I would do it. It's not going to be the serious movie y'all want it to be. No, it is not. It, it, it Like, honestly, it, I would, you know what, I tell you what. If Taika Waititi was doing it, I would definitely say it is definitely not going to be a serious movie. But... I think it would be, I don't think it would be, it would probably be closer, like if they did one on par with like Captain America the Winter Soldier, I'd be down with that, because you know, you had jokes in Captain America the Winter Soldier, but it was by and large a more serious film, I'd be fine with something like that, or if they decided they wanted to go the Thor Ragnarok route, I really wouldn't care either, but I could easily see them doing a deal where instead of it just being straight up one-to-one Planet Hulk, what if they did it where uh, Hulk... He's he's trapped. He he's he's stuck on the car. He got the baby out there, but but, but the baby done grown done grown up. He owe a hundred and fifty billion in back child support. They say, nah, man, you got to work in this gladiatorial arena again. And by the way, your baby got to do it too. And they throw them both in the pits, and we get some Spartacus blood and sands by way of the Hulk. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to stop constantly bringing up Scar and put some respect on the son of the Hulk, okay? <laughs> you mean the one that he don't even put respect on? Because <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you, that's what y'all going to get. That's what y'all going to get. Probably. That's probably what's good. What Dude, if it is if up it... with Scar recently, it was Gamma Flight, and I ain't heard shit else. Yeah, no, get, and I didn't, dude. I need to go back and finish it because I read the first uh, two or three issues and I didn't finish it. Uh, I need to go back to that. But, uh, but yeah, that that's it. That's that's the thing right there. That's the thing. That's the thing that's happening. Um, all in all, great episode of She Hulk. Uh, fantastic. Uh, it felt like like this is like the slice of life I've been looking for with a Marvel show. Um, like okay, you know how a lot of people expected the Hawkeye series to be a slice of life, kind of like how the comic was. This is actually closer to that than what I think a lot of people were expecting. Like, this is actually what I think a lot of people were expecting Hawkeye to be like. Like, just, like, oh, this is just a day in the life of, you know, Jennifer Walters. Uh, which, you yeah, because, like, the part where she's hanging out with her family. I thought that part was great because that felt real. Like, this, this woman is a whole superhero now, and her family is trying... Her, her family is trying to big up, you know... What was I guess that was her her cousin or something like that or or, or whoever getting a, getting a, a promotion at Best Buy get out my face with that shit she a whole superhero sit your little ugly little stoner ass down man go on somewhere and the folks trying to tell her oh well I t- I told 
I told the boy at the Starbucks uh, that you were super. He wants to be super too. He's never heard of you. I was I like, be bitch, go somewhere. <laughs> I hate scenes like that in movies and TV mm-hmm. shows because they are so, so, so fucking cringe. Mm-hmm. I fast forward through that part because it was getting on my nerves just because <laughs> just like it was getting on Jen's nerves. <laughs> Well, I mean, but that's the point. That's the point. Yeah, 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 that's the point. Like, because that's what that's like. That's what family. Like, this is why people don't really have family dinners anymore. Because shit like this happens. (laughs) But that's the thing. It felt real. It felt like an actual. Like, it felt like a family dinner I have been at before. Like when I sit down. Like when I meet up with folks that uh, you know, for my family, we go out to have dinner, and then they ask me, "Oh, hey, uh, what are you doing now?" And I say, "Oh, I do YouTube." And then there you go. Yeah. insert everything that happened to Jen minus the talking about my hair. Uh, <laughs> but I did appreciate that her dad was like really the only one who was like, you know, backing her up. Like, Hey, this is, yeah, this is what you do. Um, but, uh, the, the one thing I think that was kind of interesting though, about her, it, with this show rather that they're doing with her, that's a little different from the comics is that when she went to this law firm in the comics, they didn't, want her to be She-Hulk. They wanted her to be regular Jen Walters. They flipped it where this law firm is actually a little more sleazy and they want her to be She-Hulk all the time. I thought that was actually a nice little uh, twist up in the... uh, The fourth wall breaks in this one were really good. I really like the fourth wall breaks in this one. I I think that they... I think it helps that Jessica Gow, the showrunner for this, is a uh, writer for Rick and Morty. I think that helped uh, because... You know, everyone that writes on that show has comedic chops uh, up the yin yang. So yeah, I'm here for it. I, I loved it. I'm 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 now ready for uh, episode three because we know we're gonna get abomination uh, shenanigans because uh, he didn't he didn't bust it up out the clink. Wong then came and got his boy. That was, and I will say, mm-hmm. when that scene happened, until until you said this stuff recently, um, mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay. So this takes place during Chong cheating it. Mm-hmm. That was literally the first thing that popped in my head because now I have an idea of where the show took place. Yeah. You were just bringing up the old Tron bot cleanup and what have you. But mm-hmm. when they said that he broke out and then the news said something about fighting and all that shit, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, so that's when this takes place. Yeah, it takes place. This takes place in and around the same time as Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and Eternals. Uh, it, it takes place after all that. Um, so we, we, we're, we are in a post blip world. <laughs> we're in a post Avengers Endgame world. Uh, and, uh, and everything that has happened in phase four has already occurred. Um, it, it, it's safe to say, it's safe to say at this point. Uh, here, let's, uh, here, let me go back. Cause I know we got a, we got another couple of super chats here. One from Burktown Music Group, the four ninety nine. Super Chat says, remember that time when Hulk fell 30 feet out of Chopper and died? (laughs) And the thing is, they actually made, uh, what was it? They made a reference to that in, um, in the first episode. Uh, in the first episode when they're, when, uh, when he was trying to talk to her about how you, like, how he would switch back and forth, like, what was the, uh, like what was the thing that would uh like help him go back to normal? <laughs> he was talking about like falling yeah, I fell out of airplane once. <laughs> like he just kinda casually threw it out there. I don't think a lot of people caught it. I thought he was talking about Thor Ragnarok. 
Mm. There we go. No, no, there was that. No, so yeah, no. Getting thrown out of that, that did, that got him. But just like you, but yeah, there uh, in, in the Incredible Hulk, uh, there was there was uh, that basically triggered his transformation. And in the Incredible Hulk, remember when uh, he he jumps out of the uh, he gets he falls out of the plane and he smacks the pavement, but he doesn't turn, and then like the ground breaks up, he comes out and he fights Abomination. And he also had it in uh, Thor Ragnarok where um, the uh, where Fenrir uh, is attacking. And yeah, he smacks that that Bifrost, <laughs> and he smacked it hard. So yeah, he's he's falling out of playing on more than a couple of occasions. Um, but yeah, I, I'm 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 into this. I, I'm I'm loving it. That that goes without saying. Uh, let's go ahead and move on. Uh, you know, what? Uh, let's get to this next one because we got another super chat here. Uh, this was from Phil Clark with the five dollar super chat. Says they need to go ahead and bring in uh Hero Kala to the new Hulk movie and make him the antagonist. That would actually be. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be against it. I honestly wouldn't be against it. But the thing is, no one. I don't think anyone ever. I feel like no one's really like talked about him. his that name has been kind of out of the zeitgeist for a while. I wouldn't be upset. I mean, hell, bring in both of them. Bring in bring in uh bring in Hirokala, bring in Scar, bring in all the motherfuckers. I'm I'm down for all of it. Uh you can put in the Son of Hulk, you can bring in the second Son of Hulk, you can put in all look, just I will say this. A bridge too far me for me would be bringing in all them hillbilly hulks from old man. Logan, don't bring them in there. Don't bring them in there. Keep them the fuck out. Wait, 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 wait. Because I don't remember that that old uh, movie. But the Elite X One saying he fell thirty feet out of the helicopter as the Hulk, but then oh! back into Bruce and died. That, that yeah, that was it. Ugly. Yeah, That's yeah, ugly yeah. Hell, bro. That is Death of the Incredible Hulk. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that is actually a thing. That is actually a thing. Which I this thing I love. This show makes so many references that like honestly, there's something in here for everybody. There's something in here for everybody. Uh, but that was yeah, that was way because I remember it was supposed to be a big deal because the when they were gonna do the She Hulk movie, or no, not the She Hulk movie, the She Hulk TV show. They were going to bring back Bill Bixby, which was supposed to make it even weirder. Like, they were going to bring him back and have him, kind of like what they do now with legacy shows, where they bring back the older actors to to mentor the newer characters. It was going to be one of those situations, but they were actually trying to do this back in like the ni- in the 90s. Uh, so, yeah, that was the thing. Uh, but... Getting to our let's uh let's get to our uh, next topic. Ironheart's Wakanda Forever armor, the final armor that she's gonna be wearing has leaked. Uh, we talked a little bit about this last week. Uh, mm-hmm. With that, this was for the show. Armor. Yeah, this was for the yeah, show. Yeah, this was for a show. Yeah, which I don't know when that's gonna take place. I don't know if that's supposed to take place before this. But because okay, so so let's let's um let's put let's put it all out here. Let's put it all out here. So the Wakanda Forever movie, there have already been some pretty credible leaks 
uh, uh, for uh, Wakanda Forever. There have been a lot of credible leaks. A lot of stuff has come out. Um, I'm actually pulling up because the, there's another thing. There's another uh, uh, image of some stuff that had leaked prior, uh, prior to all this, but uh, it was like a more low tech. Uh, more low-tech uh, looking soon. Trying to see if I can actually. Yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Um, it was on a. Sh it was on a design for a shirt. Uh, is is what? Or no, it was a Funko Pop. I believe it was. It was a Funko Pop okay. that had uh, that had leaked, and this was what we saw. This was actually the first. Uh, one of the first. Uh, this was the Ironheart Mark One. And basically, it's more of a low-tech suit. It's not even a full suit. It's basically more of a harness than it is, like, an Iron Man suit. Because, uh, you know, no helmet. It's just got, like, the goggles. She's got, like, a repulsor uh, uh, cannon strapped to her arm. She kind of looks kind of slick like a, like a low-budget Mega Man. Low-budget Mega Man. She got the, 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 the arm cannon on the one side. But then some toys had leaked. Because, uh, you know, toys always snitch. I always be telling folks, man, I hate it uh, for all for anyone who works at, like, a Walmart or a Target and you're, like, an MCU fan that don't ever want to get spoiled and you work in the toy department, you are about to have the absolute worst time of your life. And I know this to be true because I used to work for Target and I used to get spoiled on shit all the fucking time. Uh, there, never a day went by where my ass wasn't spoiled on something. But no, some toys, uh, the, uh, the Titan Hero Series toys, which aren't the most detailed toys, so I want to make sure I preface, uh, I, I, I preface what I say next with all this, but this is basically at a Target. Someone at Target saw this, uh, the toys were already on the shelf. If you walk into a Target right now, you will see these same toys, so I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there, but we see that Ironheart... You can see here. You see Shuri. See the Titan. Uh, the the Titan series uh, for Shuri. You see the Titan series for Namor. That's the back of the box, of course. This is the the actual toys over here on the side. This and I think this is kind of surprising because the suit that we saw for the show is this one, which kind of leads me to wonder. If it's a prequel series? Yeah, if it's a pre... Like, I'm actually wondering if that is, in fact, a prequel series. Because the suit that uh, that we're seeing, uh, this one right here, uh, this suit, for those who are unfamiliar with the, uh, the Ironheart comics, is very close to looking like this suit, which is it what tracks, she's currently wearing. It tracks with the trailer of Wakanda Forever because we actually do see her uh, hammering out that heart. Yeah. If you go back and you watch that trailer, yeah. So this actually tracks. So I'm, I'm I'm assuming that this might be a prequel series, or because I saw someone bring it up in the chat, it could very mm -hmm. easily be for that. Yeah, uh, that that initial suit we saw, it could be for Armor Wars because that is still that happening. is true. Yeah, um, the Armor uh, Wars is still happening. Someone asked Don Cheadle on Twitter recently if there was any news, and he was about to say something, and he caught himself. Yeah, he said is news coming when it comes to Armor Wars. So we might see this in the Ironheart series. We might mm -hmm. see this in Armor Wars. We don't know. But we do know what the finished product looks like. All thanks to Target and that 
red spotted bullseye dog. <laughs> yeah, no, because soon it, like, look, I'm not going to lie to you, man. When, uh, when they, when I saw the, the, the image leak, like, well, even, okay, first off, the, the, I, I saw the set, the, so this was the first image. This image right here is the first one I saw. And then when I went to Twitter, I saw someone else post a similar image, and it was this. And I saw the buy yeah, two, get one, and you saw. saw the little Target yeah. logo. Also, <laughs> and, and just for Claro, I worked at Target long enough, and here, I'm going to move this cause, so y'all can see it. I worked at Target long enough, I recognized those price tags. Yes, I did. Yes, <laughs> I did. I used to have to put the motherfuckers up, and I hated life. So, uh, as a result of it, I used to hate when we had to do that shit. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is what's coming for uh, Wakanda Forever. So, we know that apparently Riri might get that costume. Now, here's to say that this suit may not show up in the movie. Because they do make toys for things that don't show up in the movie sometimes. But more often than not, if there's a toy for it, it's in there. <laughs> it's in there somewhere so I, i'm into it i like how and and if you notice here uh, and you get a little more in here i'm gonna I'm zoom in a little bit because i want to we're gonna enhance we're gonna enhance a little bit here we go okay so carter let's look at this this suit if you look at it closely because once again if you look at the toy itself like right here not a lot of detail in that toy the titan series toys usually you can see a little better when you get closer those but, are for the children yeah that's for the children actually okay first off these aren't even fully articulated toys the arms don't bend if i'm not mistaken like the arms don't bend the legs don't bend the points of articulation are literally right here at the shoulders and at the hips. That's it. There's no other points of articulation, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But if you go down here, get like right in here. You look at it, this suit looks way more fucking detailed. Way more detailed. Also, kind of has a Black Panther look to it. Like, minus the red. If you look like right here, it actually has... Uh, at the Anything for a black person in any mm. MCU product is coming from Wakanda. Oh yeah! Oh no! Was we had what was it? Uh, uh, Captain America, Sam, Sam suit. Hell, even <laughs> look, uh, Steve ain't even black, <laughs> and and his shield came from Wakanda. <laughs> look, look, the look, soldier I, ain't look, even black. Yeah, the whole that boy, oh. the like wolf coming from the Wakanda. Look, look, you know what that means? That means they won six. Uh, uh, that means uh, uh, Winter Dude, Soldier I, and I, Steve Rogers. They won sixty fourth Wakanda. <laughs> They won 64th Wakandan on their mama side. <laughs> so you know what that means? That mean, that mean they, they, they Wakandan. They, they could pass. But no, I just I thought it was interesting, though, because if you, if you look really closely here, though, you can kind of see what looks almost kind of like the panther ears, but a little less pronounced uh, where my mouse is right now. But I thought that was really cool. It, it looks awesome. I like it. I think it looks cold as hell. I'm pretty sure this is going to be like a combined effort between Shuri and in Ironheart to, to make that suit uh, together, which I think is awesome. So, yeah, I'm here for it. So, yeah, that I think that definitely cements it, though. I think that... Or, okay, one of two things is happening here. Either A, this suit... Or not the suit. Either A, Wakanda Forever takes place before the Ironheart series, or the other alternative is that this suit gets deleted. <laughs> Like it gets broke the hell up in uh, uh by the end of the movie, and when she goes back, and when Riri goes back to the states, 
that's when you see her having to make this armor. Okay. That okay. Those are the two options, and I can see either one of them working out. The reason why I say that is because one of the things people love to bring up when it comes to Riri, because people love to dunk on Riri for some reason. Um, you know why. You know why. Token oh, I know why. I know why. I know why. I, 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 look, they, like, oh, she's a, she's a token. She's a token. <laughs> shout out to y'all in chat saying that suit looks like radiant black. <laughs> hey, hey, dude, I love, ooh. But, no, you... you <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know the sad part is having just read the last issue of uh of Radiant Black, I I can't disagree. Uh it does actually look a lot like Radiant Black. <laughs> for those who don't know who we're talking about, uh for those who know who we're talking about, uh I'll actually pull them up. Radiant Black is an image comics uh superhero that uh is relative not they're relatively new. I've actually we got something in the pipeline. I haven't done anything with it exactly yet, but uh, there's a video coming very soon uh, talking about this character because uh, Radiant Black is basically everything I love about Tokusatsu. It's a, it's a love letter to Super Sentai and uh, Kamen Rider. It's literally about a guy who just one day suddenly gets these powers just dropped in his lap, and he later finds out that there's other people out there just like him. <laughs> there's other radiants out there just like him. There's a radiant red, radiant pink, radiant gold. There's also a radiant, uh, uh, I guess, I don't know what they would call that one because he technically has multiple colors in his scheme, but, um, but yeah. But the thing is, I think the reason why a lot of people, the reason why I think that what they, what they might do with, uh, what I think they might do with that suit in Wakanda Forever, there's a scene that took place in uh champions uh there's a scene that took place in champions where um iron heart was going like the champions were going up against thanos and thanos basically deleted her uh original uh iron heart suit oh there you are. i was wondering where you ran off to i don't know discord just kind of bitched out on me there for a sec oh well shit was just uh, was stop recon uh, was stop recognizing your camera. No, like it just thing for a second. I don't know what the fuck happened. Mm -hmm. Man, I, look, don't make me lie to you, sir. Uh, but no, this is what they're talking. This is what uh, they're talking about here. It's a this was from uh, Champions, where uh, Thanos had uh, you know, deleted the suit completely off of her, and that's uh, that was how she wound up. Um, that's how she wound up getting to this suit. Uh, when that suit was because uh, when that suit was destroyed, because that was the Iron Heart Mark II. This was the Mark III. That's how all of, all of that occurred. So I could see them doing something similar because Marvel likes to do little nods to various and sundry comics. I could see something happening where, for whatever reason, suit gets destroyed. She's got to come back and make something else. But honestly, prequel would honestly maybe make the most sense. Maybe it takes place cuz it seems like there's a time gap in Wakanda Forever. Maybe there maybe it takes place within there as well. I can see there's a lot of scenarios uh that I can see coming out of that which all of which I'm here for. Uh let's let's move on to the next thing, Carter. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay. <sighs> Water Brothers is always on that bullshit. So if y'all remember, oh uh, boy, yeah. 
So y'all remember how Batgirl, um, the Batgirl movie, uh, starring Leslie Grace, was uh, unceremoniously deleted from the stratosphere, both figuratively and literally, by uh, uh, current Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David Zaslav. Uh, the movie was pretty much canceled uh, unceremoniously. The movie was, in fact, finished. It was a finished film. But apparently it didn't test well enough, supposedly, uh, for their liking. But the thing that came out was that more information started coming out about this movie uh, as, you know, um, as time went on. Uh, for as the weeks are starting to span on. So basically, the directors of the movie, and I love how depending on who, what news publication you follow, you get a different headline. But uh, so uh, Bilal Falah and uh, Adil El Arbi, they tried to get their hands on a copy of the movie before, you know, like, after they got news it was going to be canceled. But apparently, Warner Brothers, uh, uh or, or rather, HBO, and HBO Max, they locked them out of being able to access the movie they worked on because they didn't want it getting out to the public for whatever reason. Um, but what they did end up doing was they ended up holding a screening, a, a special screening, uh, for everyone who worked on the movie to be able to come and watch it uh, before they deleted it, which is mm -hmm. apparently what it, it's something that actually did happen. Apparently, Warner Brothers is actually deleting the film uh, to where because everything's digital now. There's no actual. I know, like we're you know, if you're you know, uh, uh, older uh, or uh, probably around me and Carter's age, you probably remember a day back when they used to actually have film reels, like actual physical film. They don't do that anymore. Most movies are shot digital now. Very few movies are shot on film anymore these days, if any. Usually it's the rarest of circumstances. Everything's digital. So you just say, delete. It really it's makes gone. Me, it, it makes me appreciate that, like, the past couple of months, I've been on this uh, photography kick. Again, I, and this has happened to me before, but, you know, how everybody's just taking pictures with their phones and it's going to Google Photos or it's going to your iCloud and shit like that. All it takes is one flub up from either company and all those pictures and all those memories you have are gone. That's why I'm happy. I've kind of been into this recent kick of, uh, I found out that they still make Polaroids. Mm -hmm. So I have legitimately just been on my photography kick, just taking pictures everywhere, just fanning that, that damn picture shake, when it comes you, out and shake, putting them in a book. You know what I'm saying? You um, shaking it like a Polaroid picture. Yes, sir. I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been on that binge recently, you know, um, just cause, I've never been the Instagram guy. I'm always, I've always been the guy who I'm more so just, you know, take pictures for me. You take pictures for the memories, take pictures for things like that. And I wish these people had that opportunity to do that where they shot everything on film and they could have had it for just themselves. The memories of what could have been the time that they spent with these people and just, just the whole thing. I really wish, even if you did, even weren't a fan of the movie, even though you never saw it, even if you weren't a fan of the casting or anything like that, you still have to kind of take into account that this was time that they spent away from people to away do their families. a job. And now they finished that job and in no way can see the fruits of their labor at all. 
there's just some mm-hmm. shit in a quiet room. Uh, it, uh, it reminds me of this old Kevin Smith video uh, of when he was talking about this documentary he shot for Prince. Mm. If you remember the video, and then it just never fucking came out. It's just yep. in the vault. And then um, you know Kevin Smith was talking about how this isn't the first time it's happened with Prince. He has so many films that have been shot, music that has mm-hmm. been made that's just in a vault that no one knows or hears about. And if you've never seen that, please just YouTube that video. But yeah, Kevin Smith of all mm-hmm. people made a documentary Prince, and it just never came out. So, and it's not about you know bad quality, good quality. It was just it never got released. Just, it just never got released. So mm-hmm. I really I hate the digital age we are in right now because of things like mm-hmm. this. Well, I mean, it's also, yeah, once again, I was kind of hoping, you know what I think it is? I think everyone's tried to avoid a Roger Corman situation. And for those who know what I'm talking about, uh, it's the the fa- the first Fantastic Four movie that was ever made that was never released. I'm not talking about the one that had, um, I'm not talking about the one that had uh, Jessica Alba in it. I'm talking about this one. Uh, this movie was never released to the public. Uh, ever. And what, but what happened was the movie just one day leaked online. I think maybe even Roger Corman may have leaked it. I'm not really sure how it got on the internet, but uh, it's been on the internet ever since. You can go and watch the movie in its entirety. It's not good. Uh, <laughs> but you could tell he at least was trying to do something special. Um, but the, yeah, the movie was shelved, and I was kind of hoping, man, yeah, maybe we'll get a, a Batgirl uh, situation where the movie just gets leaked online. That kind of seems like what the directors were trying to do, to you know, maybe get the movie out there. But then it never materialized, because, you know, Warner Brothers said no. But the funny thing about that is, is that there's also been lots of reports coming out lately, uh, talking about how David Zaslov's been targeting diversity programming. So, a lot of the shows and movies, not all of them, but some of them, are movies and shows that have, not saying they're, not necessarily to say they're entirely focused on diversity in terms of what's on the screen, but they may be focused on diversity in terms of who's working the project. Um, that was something that's been brought up by uh, former uh, Warner Brothers executives uh, recently, after, um, uh, because they're not just talking about the products, they're talking about the cancellations and the layoffs, the people who are being fired from the company, uh, because David, Z- a lot of people may or may not know this, David Zaslov has MAGA ties, uh, to Donald Trump, uh, and the, like, just to, to bring it up, um, the... David Zaslov has been accused by multiple people who have worked within Warner Brothers as trying to push to sanitize the HBO Max brand and make it more like the Discovery brand. Uh, Basically saying that uh, Discovery's primary audience is white married people. Uh, So that's why a lot of their programming skews incredibly white. (laughs) Um... They said that uh, David Zaslov has been noted as being someone who doesn't want to make things political. He doesn't want to cover things that are political or topical because he doesn't want to alienate middle white America. 
So if you got a movie that is starring a black Batgirl, or uh, technically she's Afro, I think she's a Dominican uh, Batgirl. If you have a cartoon that stars a, 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 a black boy as the protagonist, if you have a cartoon that has LGBTQIA plus elements, yo shit ain't safe. Like at all. Like not even a little bit. Um, because that was one of the reasons a lot of people thought the Green Lantern TV show was going to be canceled. It was actually rumored to be canceled, but apparently it's still going on. Uh, but that's going to have Alan Scott in it, so who knows if that sticks. Uh, if those don't know, Alan Scott is the, uh, the homosexual, uh, Green Lantern. Also the original Green Lantern, but would later on, um be rec uh retconned later to be a homosexual man. Um but I've noticed that white homosexual men tend to be a little more accepted. So that might be why that slid. Uh did you know uh, Carter there was supposed to be a Constantine reboot? Did you <laughs> what? That's why it slid, huh, Ernie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love what Trip Zero said. David Zaslav, no John Stewart movie on my watch. <laughs> an animated movie. It just mm -hmm. didn't have a whole lot to do. With... That movie had a lot fucking going on. Have you watched it yet? I still haven't watched it yet. I he I've heard though. I've heard it had a lot. I heard that it had very. Okay, the the descriptions I've had people tell me is that. It's a John Stewart movie in name only. That that's what I've heard the most of. The it's John a John Stewart's... Stewart movie because John Stewart in it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Exactly. It's a John Stewart movie because he just had. It's basically a Justice Society, Justice League movie that John Stewart happens to be there. That's basically I what I just felt. Say that. It's a dog. It seemed like they tried to, for whatever reason, combine a lot of different stories in it. In the one, but then have John Stewart be the focal point, or he be on the cover of it. Yeah, that, there's that, a okay, lot yeah. going on in that animated movie. Like, I'm gonna try and watch it. Lord. I'm gonna try and watch it this weekend. I just I've, I've been putting it off. Uh, so much of like other stuff comes up, and I'll be like, "Ooh, I'll watch that instead." Like I found out that uh, I saw the trailer for Terrifier two. Uh, uh, the other day, and I was like, "Ooh, I want to go back and watch the first one again because I want to watch a woman get sawed in half from the vagina down." Danger, danger, danger. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> not because I hate women, just because it's a gory thing you'll never see in anything else ever again. Uh, we'll we'll I will talk about more in recommendations. Uh, <laughs> but no, um, but no, they said uh, what was it? There was another one, uh, Infinity Train, which I believe uh recently got canceled. Uh, which is a show that, if I'm not mistaken, what has some. Is that show? Uh, Infinity Train. I I've never actually watched I kept it. Hearing about it because it was getting uh it was getting taken off of the platform. But supposedly it's it. being uh, well. Supposedly it's being brought back. Supposedly the um uh it's hard to say, but I know that the show had some um. I, and I might I might be misremembering what I heard, but I remember hearing that uh, HBO Max sent somebody a statement basically saying that um, the the shows they announced were being taken off were going to be put back. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Uh, but basically, it's uh it's about a time traveling train. 
Um, uh, that that's the 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 long and short of it. I've never actually watched. I've seen commercials for it, but I've just never actually sat down and watched it, which sucks because apparently I don't think it's on there anymore. I think they actually did physically remove it from HBO Max. Um, but real quick, just going back to the the Bad Girl stuff. Uh, yeah. Because I have Mojo quit in the chat saying supposedly Batgirl tests the same with test audiences as Black Adam did, but they aren't canceling that one. It makes you wonder. I don't remember anyone saying anything about it testing the same as Black Adam. I remember a lot of people said that Batgirl tested the same with Shazam. Uh, well, well, so... no, there was that. But before all that, people were saying that it, the rumors were it tested poorly. Okay, yeah, yeah. That was the rumors before that. that. And then that's when you started hearing, oh, no, it tests similar to this or that. But now the reason why that's coming up is because of something else that's kind of tangential to this is that Ezra Miller recently reports came out that when all the stuff happened, yeah, he went, apparently, Ezra Miller ran to mommy and daddy. He ran to David Zaslav and, and, uh, uh, whoever else, all the other uh, executives uh, in Warner Brothers uh, Discovery, and basically, supposedly apologized for his behavior, for the fact that he is holding a family hostage, mind you. He is holding a, they are holding a family hostage right now. You see that—that that, that is the face of someone. So, so <laughs> that's an A twenty four horror movie. Oh yeah, no, that that literally—it's about to go down. Like, like literally, you about to find out that this whole trio of folks, uh, a, like someone about to stick their head out a window, and it's about to get like taken off by a telephone pole. <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that Ezra Miller story because the one thing that has been pissing me off that I have seen nothing but people bragging about, which I think is fucking ridiculous, is that apparently the Flash movie is testing spectacularly well. Well, yeah, it, it's okay. So that was the thing. That was what we that was what we talked about before. We talked about Ezra was the the reason why Warner doesn't want to get rid of it. They won't shelve us because it is testing better than almost in, than any other previous DCEU film. But now reports come out saying that not only is it testing better than any other DCEU film, it's also testing on par with the Dark Knight trilogy. That's another reason why. But Ezra ran to mommy and daddy with, with their hands, you know, with, the, with their hat in their hands, and basically saying, oh, I, I apologize, I'm sorry for everything that happened. Please don't shelve the movie. And now people are saying that's also another reason why the movie may go forward now uh, is because of that. That movie was going to go forward regardless. Oh, oh no, of course. Ezra Miller, he came out with the statement. The fact that now, it's funny because all this stuff that has been going on with Ezra Miller, now we get that he comes out with this. And, and it, I don't <laughs> Fuck it. Um, this Hollywood apology, because I think we've all seen these Hollywood mm-hmm. apologies. We've seen people cue up the before. sad music. Cue up exactly. the sad music. Go we ahead. got the Hollywood apology. We got the movies actually testing really well. See, and I said this in how many blur caves. We stand by our Flash. He was going through some things, but that is not the time to leave someone when they're going mm-hmm. through these things. 
look at his film. His film is testing. Well, I think this will be great for him to see, even though he is going through some things, that his film is doing spectacular. Get the fuck out of here. They don't want to. They they don't. Here's the thing. They're not. First off, they they've spent too much money on this movie. Um, I'm actually gonna pull this up. Uh, Flash. The projected movie budget for Flash is $200 million. They're not going to cancel that. Not to mention it's been in development hell for years. Here's the other thing we got to take into consideration too. And that's and what I just said was a projected movie budget. It's actually likely higher than that. Um, the other thing we got to look at too is... So remember how we talked about how much money they saved off of... Canceling a $90 million Batgirl movie. They saved $20 million. The plan that David Zaslav had was that to cancel all these projects would save them $200 billion. They've actually lost billions of dollars. Like, they've actually lost $20 billion in the last week alone they've lost 20 billion dollars in total value uh now let me be clear here the company is also holding 55 billion dollars in total debt 55 billion dollars in debt did you ever think we would be talking about the Discovery Channel causing like all this. this damn ruckus. <laughs> <laughs> Discovery <laughs> Channel. We would be talking about the home of Shark Week causing all this damn chaos. Look, they should have just, just kept giving us shark shows, man. They, that's what they should have done. So this is what happens when your reach exceeds your grasp. You flew too close to the sun, old Discovery. <laughs> Dude, first off, y'all ain't shit. I, I, I see LJ here talking, talking shit. Said Carter yesterday's stream was saying he was gonna leak Scarecrow. Uh, he was gonna merge Scarecrow like Sully from Top Boy. <laughs> and he said, he like, by the way, LJ Brown, thank you for the 22 months. Said uh, <laughs> he said, Ezra moving like Sully from Top Boy. <laughs> yeah, don't disrespect Sully like that. Sully is a whole menace out in these streets. I don't know what the fuck Ezra Miller doing around here, dog. I just know that his movie's coming out. We're going to act like he was just going through some things, and it's for you people to deal with and accept that because Ezra Miller has mental health problems that we shouldn't think about or talk about or remember the horrible things he did because mental health, you know? And I hate, I hate, I hate when people use that as a as fucking cop-out. Mm -hmm. As a shield, dude. I fucking despise that shit, man. Because there's people that are actually suffering. Here. Well, yes. no, because there's... there's yes. Here's the thing. There are actual, real people. Hell, I don't know. Some of you could be in the chat right now that are struggling with mental health. People who are literally on the brink, on the precipice of having a mental health breakdown... You don't get to use this excuse to save your job. 
You don't get to look. You don't get to have a mental health breakdown, act a whole monkey, go out here and uh, kidnapping uh, 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 teenagers and holding them hostage and grooming twelve year old twelve uh, year old girls all the way up until they legal enough to where you it's it's legal for you to do what you've been doing for the last I don't know how long. Yeah, you don't get to do that and then come into work the next day after you'd have been missing for like six weeks and then come in talking about some yeah see I was having a mental health uh breakdown uh no they could be like oh, okay that's cool uh by the way pink slip gone bye that's <laughs> that's what they gonna hit you with so I mean I don't like that Ezra's getting to get away with this that that, that they're being allowed to get away with this because I'm sorry but if if this was anyone else, like, okay, here, I'll throw you one. If Jonathan Majors, he who shall be Kang in Quantumania, if it came out next week that this fool was out here holding children hostage, Grooming twelve-year-old girls all the way up to the legal of legal age, having inappropriate relationships with minors, and then throwing chairs at people, busting people's heads open, breaking into people's homes and burgling their liquor uh, their liquor cabinet. If this came out, do you know how quickly Jonathan Majors would be fired? From Quantum Mania. Uh, I look at, um, and you all can correct me if I'm wrong in, in the chat right now or in comments, because you all know I go back and I read the comments with Kate. Simone Biles, Naomi Osaka, mm -hmm. actual Olympians, tennis stars, they've backed out of their respective, uh, you know, uh, responsibility. Yeah. Well, Naomi, Osaka, Naomi Osaka bowed out of, I think it was like, Wimbledon or something along those lines. Simone Biles, I think, didn't do an Olympics game one year, and they both yeah. did it for mental health reasons. I can't tell you how many comments that I saw of mm -hmm. people just saying, I got to do that too. Deal with it. Well, no, here's, here's the thing. I And this is why I say, that's why I feel like the energy needs to be consistent. The energy needs to be consistent because here's the thing. If you're having struggles with mental health, I've had struggles with mental health myself in my own way that I've dealt with in my own way. There have been times I, there's been times that y'all got less videos in a week uh, because mental health. I felt like I needed to just walk away from something for a little bit. Um, there have been uh, instances where I just become emotionally unavailable to a lot of people because of mental health, and I have to go get my head right. The thing is, when people need to... Okay, the way that Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka handled their mental health crises, I feel like is the way you should handle your mental yes. health crises. If yes. you feel that you're not in a position to perform at the level that you know is is expected of you that you that that you know that you 
that, that your your head is just not there, your heart is not there, that you need to take a knee and get your mind right, rather than just trying to soldier along, because that, I'm going to tell you right now, that's some boomer shit. That's some boomer mentality shit, like, well, uh, uh, well when I was coming up, uh, these mental health cards, we still had to, uh, we still had to do what we had to do. Here's the thing. Yeah, I get it. You came up in a generation where, yeah, that was the thing. That was what was expected of you. But that's the thing. That doesn't mean it was right. And that doesn't mean that anyone else should be subject to the same thing. Yeah, I'm not going to be at 100%. So I'm going to respectfully bow out and I'm going to handle some personal things. Don't do it because you know them people on your ass. Mm-hmm. There's a <laughs> the, couple million popos. <laughs> billion dollars that you might fuck up mm-hmm. and it's oh, I'm just not all there at the current moment. Dude, did you know the uh uh what was that boy's name? What was that boy's name? Uh uh on Superman the Lois. Um I think he played Jonathan Kent. Yeah, he played John Kent. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Elsass. Did you know he left the show? Mm-mm. Yeah, he left the show. Uh, the the guy that plays uh, John Kent, he has walked away from uh, Superman and Lois. It was something originally I actually had on our radar to talk about, but like... It didn't just kind of fall by the wayside, but oddly enough, it came up organically. But Jordan Elsass, for those who uh, for those who don't know, plays uh, John Kent on uh, uh, on Superman and Lois. He walked away from the show for mental health reasons. He didn't really say it out like he didn't say it specifically exactly, but he did post a video. Technically, it was a cameo. But, I mean, technically, he could just be saying whatever somebody wanted him to say. Because uh, that's just the nature of cameos. But someone apparently asked him to answer a question. And that was what he was answering was that question. And he talked about how he had mental health issues. He was walking away from the show to, to deal with those mental health issues. He even talked about quitting acting entirely. So I don't know if it had something to do with the show itself or just something that was going on with him personally, whatever. But he basically was like, yeah, I'm bowing out. And they're going to be uh, apparently recasting the character uh, uh, here before long. But so long yeah. story, what, what we're saying is these are issues that can be brought up and can be spoken about mm-hmm. before things escalate, not after they have escalated and have gotten to a yeah. fever pitch where... Mm-hmm. I think you all understand what I'm saying when I say don't bring it up when that's your ass now. Right. Now nah, bring it up. No bring it up early. Mind. Remember when they say nip it in the bud? That's what you do. Yeah. Nip it in the bud. Yeah. Just... Don't bring it up because all the walls are closing in on you and you need an out real quick. And I, I yeah. really despise people that try to use that as an out. Yeah. No, nah, don't do it. Don't, to save don't your that. own skin when you know it's bullshit. Yeah. No, 100%. 100%. Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm tired of talking about Ezra Miller. Let's talk about something that actually makes me smile. Uh, I want to talk about the one of my favorite comic book characters, a lot of people's favorite comic book characters. We've long time been talking about the fact that, oh man, why is nobody giving this character an ongoing series? Why is this character important as this character is? Why does she not have an ongoing series? What the hell is Marvel doing? Well, you know what? We finally got the answer to our prayers. 
Monica Rambeau is finally getting that solo. Monica Rambeau finally, after all this time, is getting her own solo series. And I, I now I know there's some ugly motherfuckers in the uh, uh, that I saw on Twitter uh, trying to talk some shit. Tell us, wait a minute. Um, um, um. Actually. She actually already had her ongoing series. She had her own series. It it was called Captain Marvel. Well, here, let me shut your little ugly asses up. No, she didn't. She didn't have her own solo series. It's Captain Marvel. You want to know what she had? She had a single issue. (laughs) She had a one single issue as Captain Marvel. Oh, I take that back. She had a second issue that came out. That was it. It was literally, they were two separate one-shots that came out very far apart from one another. (laughs) They came out incredibly far apart from one another. So this time around, we're getting a series that is going to be starring Monica Rambeau. She's actually taking up the Photon name, her former code name from from way back. I think it was the first code name she took up uh, after... Uh, relinquishing the title of Captain Marvel uh, way back in the day. She's got new costume, new look. Uh, also, we know that this series is going to be written by one of my favorite people, uh, Eve L. Ewing, which is funny, Carter, because did you know this is actually, this was on my uh, my wish list. Uh, a ways back, I actually did a video talking about how I wanted a... Um, a Monica Rambo and Blue Marvel duo series, where just it just focused on them as a couple and like living their life, kind of slice of lifeish, but also dealing with problems, um, and also interacting with other black characters in the Marvel uh, comic spectrum. But uh, you know, pun intended. Uh, but I thought it was funny that uh, and I I even said during that I said I would love it if Eve L. Ewing wrote that book. Well. I got half of what I wanted. Blue Marvel is not starring in the series, though they may appear. But uh, Eve L. Ewing is writing this book. And I'm going to tell you now, Carter, whenever I see the name Ewing, it's getting bought. I don't care if it's Al Ewing, uh, uh, Eve L. Ewing. If it was Patrick Ewing. Hey, hey, hey. If I see Patrick Ewing name on a book, I'm buying it. Just because you never know. That brother might be able to write some shit. But uh, it's going to be Evel Ewing with artist Michael Santa Maria, uh, who's going to be on the uh, pencils for this. Uh, I'm excited for this. Uh, I'm excited. This is actually her first ever actual solo ongoing series. Not a one-shot. This is an actual solo series. Um... And I'm here for it. And and, and another thing, this actually has big implications because it makes me believe that by the time we get to see uh, Monica Rambeau again in the MCU, it's very likely this is the name she's going to be using in the MCU. They're probably, because those who may or may not remember, in the uh, Captain Marvel live-action movie, Maria Rambeau, uh, Monica Rambeau's mother, that was what she had on her helmet. Uh, was Photon. That was her uh, call sign. Um... That was her call sign with the uh, uh, with the uh, Air Force. 
but I'm, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in this. Uh, I'm also hyped because Evil Ewing has actually come out and said a few things about this. Said that it's such an honor to be taking on the story of a legacy character like Monica Rambeau. Um, Monica's character has a long history in the Marvel Universe, but she's way overdue for getting her own story told. I'm picking the pin up from uh, the legend himself, Dwayne McDuffie, who put out the last Monica solo adventure almost three decades ago. It's a privilege, and I'm excited to tell the story in a way that both highlights her incredible cosmic abilities as well as her everyday relatable struggles. I hope this will be a title that has something equal to offer to veteran readers and folks who may be brand new to the comics. Um, I'm here for it. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of sad that the cover is by Lucas Wernick. Because I really would love Lucas Wernick to be doing the interiors on this book. But I get it. Lucas Wernick is a busy person. Uh, <laughs> but basically, the the way this is, this is going to be dropping on uh, December the 7th. So, dude, three days for my birthday. Bruh, let's go. Let's go. Here, and that's two days after my Yeah. <laughs> Look, let's go. Birthday presents. Birthday presents for you boys. Um eh, but the the blurb, the blurb for oh it's it's gonna be so this is gonna be a I take that back. It's not an ongoing series. It's gonna be a five issue series that could potentially go to ongoing depending on sales. Uh that's kinda like what happened recently with Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy was supposed to be like five issues and then they got upgraded uh to ongoing. Uh, because of popularity. But uh, basically, the blurb for this says, uh, from the New Orleans Harbor Patrol to the Avengers to the Ultimates, Monica Rambeau has been a leader and team player her entire life, but now she'll face a reality-shattering crisis that she'll have no choice but to take on single-handedly. In order to do so, Photon will need to reach new heights of her incredible abilities and then surpass them. In a, re in a revelatory journey spanning time and space, uh, fans will behold Photon's true potential. The adventure begins when Photon is charged with making a very special, very cosmic delivery. What should be light work? Get it? For Monica, uh, becomes increasingly complex and dangerous due to a threat from beyond and family drama. Ooh. Interesting. I'm here for it. Let's go. I am here for it. I want this in my life. Get it in my face. Put it right here. I don't even need to read it. Just put it in my face. I'll just absorb it. Just, just right there. That's what I want. I, I want it. I want this. It's going to be fantastic. I am here for it. That's right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I think I fucked up Carter's head when I did that. But uh, you, you know what else I would do, Carter? What's that? buy that for a dollar <laughs> i am here for it i am here for because i'm going to tell you guys right now this right here for you for those who know i maybe maybe it, it, I'd, I'd understand if you didn't get it i'm a huge fan of monica rambo this is a character that came out literally like just a, a couple of months before i was about three months before i was born uh give or take um and i've always kind of held a, a, a this character's always kind of held a special place in my heart so I can't wait. Uh, I cannot wait for this. I am excited. Uh, Monica Rambo to me is literally the cream of the crop. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you all right now, it's, yeah, this is it for me. This is it for me. 
I don't need anything else. Y'all can literally cancel everything else. Cancel you can't look. Well, no, no, don't, don't, don't cancel everything else. Though I will say, I would not mind if Al Ewing got an actual Blue Marvel book. If Al Ewing got it. But uh, I'm glad that this sister, uh, Evel Ewing, is getting her chance to uh, to pin this character. Evel Ewing is a fantastic writer. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Evel Ewing is also responsible for my favorite uh, issues of Ironheart. Uh, and she's a, a, a the funny thing about uh, Evel Ewing is uh, by and large, uh, by and large, she mostly kind of sticks to. I mean, I guess yeah. While she does do uh, like comics, and she does comics and stuff like that. She mostly kind of tends to work more as like a professor. <laughs> that's mostly kind of like what she does more often than not. Uh, you know, she does do like journalism and shit like that, but I always thought it was really cool when she broke into the comics industry and started, uh, you know, writing some of these black characters. I, I fucking love shit like this. I love to see it. But for those who don't know, cause I, I don't want anybody to get it twisted. I don't want anybody to think this is some white woman. Cause y'all thought Donnie Cates was black for I don't know how long. And I don't know how y'all thought that. That dude is a whole white man. Y'all thought Al Ewing was black. That dude is a whole white man. He is British and white. Uh, Evil Ewing is a whole sister out here. Just putting it out there for those who don't know. Uh, that is Evil Ewing for those who are not aware. I, I want to make sure it's clear. This is a sister that's writing these. That's gonna be writing this comic, uh, as was the same with Ironheart. So let's just put this out here. I want to. I want to drop the bomb. For Eve out here handling her business. Uh, and, and, and putting respect on the last name Ewing. <laughs> uh, but with that said, let's go ahead and let's get into our recommendations, uh, for the week, Carter. What do you got? What you got on, uh, recommended this week? I was kind of ha- hoping that it would actually arrive here and I could show you what my recommended was, but it is still out for delivery. Oh. Uh, my recommended this week is going to be from that good old Milestone Media. Oh. That new icon in Rocket, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's season one. Uh, mm-hmm. Really, really, really solid six-issue run for their first season. It's my introduction to Icon and Rocket because I never read the original because I didn't even know they were a thing back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, really, really enjoyed what we got from this reboot i'm really happy that they're back and i was able to read something like this because it was i was just a solid comic man you, you mm. really can't have any complaints about woke or any of that other nonsense this was just oh people did good... people did oh i know i know <laughs> they did. reggie hudlin did his thing on this book it had great art to boot i cannot wait until season two comes out like i said i wish I actually had it in my hand right now, but apparently mm. the uh, UPS still has it out for delivery. They just haven't come to my spot yet. But uh, damn, that's gonna be my, my recommended this week. I really enjoyed what I've read. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the art that I saw, and it was just a really, really good six issue run. So can't wait for mm. season two, dude. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, for me, um. You know what? Screw it. Let's do it. 
Uh, I'm going to recommend, uh, well, let me see what, actually, you know what, before I say what I'm going to recommend, let me look at what my top five is this week, because I still am compiling that list of things. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you what, uh, I'm actually going to recommend something that, uh, you know, I'm going to actually take this off my top five, because I try not to recommend things that are already in the top five comics of the week, which is the, uh, Patreon and uh, channel YouTube channel membership exclusive series that uh, you can get. If you support me on Patreon or you support me here with channel memberships, you get this video once a week. It's me breaking down my favorite comics of the week that a lot of times, while yes, some things that I cover on the channel make the list, it's usually very few and far between the more than one makes a list, but it's usually comics that I normally don't even talk about on the channel. But this one, I'm actually going to take this one off the list. So we're, we're I'm, I'm redacting... I'm redacting this one, or just I'm scrubbing it. I'm treating it like Batgirl. It's been deleted from the list. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, too soon. But no, uh, Public Domain, number three. Uh, oh, that is not the right one. There it is. Look uh, at him, bro. <laughs> I'm just out here, man. Uh, but no, Public Domain by uh, uh, Chip Zdarsky is fantastic. Such a fantastic, uh, such a fantastic book. Um, Carter, did you read this one this week, or did you uh, did you not catch it yet? No, I read it, and I wanted to talk to you about it because, well, now I hate both of those brothers. I don't like them. <laughs> I, I don't like them, dude. So now that we know the real reason he wants his dad to do. I'm like, you fucking scumbag, bro. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of shitty. It's kind actually, it's not kind of shitty. It's actually shitty. So we find out that one of the brothers has a gambling problem. The one of the brothers is kind of a loaf, just kind of meanders between jobs. Bro, both of them are fun. I, I, be yeah. honest, they're both fuck boys. You, yeah, they're, they're both fuck ups. They're, yeah, they're they're, both they're, fuck yeah, ups. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody, somebody messed up a tattoo on you like that. Yeah, about that. Uh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd be beating the ass. I'd be beating the ass. Uh, but no, what we learn in this is that, uh, in the previous issue, there was a woman that, uh, we saw that she kind of seemed to be the head honcho. That's actually who we see depicted on this cover, uh, in the mask. Uh, but, you know, she's depicted as this. Uh, person who, of, of interest who has a vested interest uh, in the rights to uh, the domain, uh, the fictitious superhero uh, in this uh, comics universe, uh, reverting back to one of its original creators. And then this book took a lot of twists and turns I didn't expect, and I think this is why I like it so much, because it kind of mirrors real life. The type of dumb decisions that people make in real life that defy logic. Uh, the, that's your shit with that daddy, Dan. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was so I. I'm not gonna lie. I had okay. So I'm gonna tell you what happened. I don't want to spoil what happened, but there's a point where I was reading the last page, last couple of pages, and I kind of did this move right here. I, I kind of put my hands up like this. And I was like, "Huh?" I said, "No, let me go back two or three pages," and I reread it again, and I was still like. Boy, you are never. If if you have a good parent, you appreciate that good parent. But I'd have put hands on my father. He did some shit like that. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'd have been like, you did what? Ooh. I ain't gonna lie. I'd have killed him. Ooh. Look, Carter. I'm not gonna lie to you, pimp. 
the last thing that man would have heard, he'd have heard that Undertaker gone. That's the last thing he'd have heard. <laughs> that man would have got sent to the upper room real quick. <laughs> Look, that man. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'd have killed him. I'd have killed him. I would have went to jail. I would have went to actual prison for that. Not to spoil what happened in the book, but let's, uh, men, women that are watching, let's say uh, you had a friend that could have the potential of introducing you to a celebrity that you all had a crush on. And you find out that the celebrity you had a crush on it was about that time she was giving she was they they were choosing basically if you all understand mm. that lingo that means they fuck and right let's say that this friend had information that you could have used that let's just say that for like hey ernie uh did you know that Halle Berry was crushing on you oh for real carter yeah they said they wanted me to introduce you all but you know fuck all that you know we got a blur case to talk about I don't know I, how quick Ernie would grab me. <laughs> I do. You would get snatched. You would get snatched. I'm just going to put that to you right now. You get snatched. Uh, but no, it, it's um. Yeah, I I don't want to say any more about it because I feel like it, it could it, it it gets into spoiler territory. I'll just say this. Public Domain is a really good comic. It's a really good comic. I love the the character D, who's the one that was featured with the mask. Uh, she's not a superhero, by the way, but she is definitely a whole ass villain for this uh for this comic. And she basically told she basically did the ultimate she basically had the ultimate villain speech that I think I've seen a comic in a long time. Yeah. And she is a regular yeah. ass person in yeah. what is otherwise a real world setting. <laughs> I was like, that woman would have Thanos uh scared. But uh, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Uh, with that said, let's go ahead and get into our um, let's go ahead and get our our recommendeds. Uh, get our yeah, recommendeds. Yeah, old man. I know recommendeds. You know what I mean? Questions, questions. Question, Jesus question, Christ. Question, 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 yeah, question. questions. I don't. You know what it was? I was looking. <laughs> I was looking at my notes. <laughs> oh okay. I was yeah, like, I oh, watched yeah. it. You hit the nail on the head. Like that's if Ernie had information that Megan Good was trying to smash your boy, and he was like, "I didn't, I wasn't worried about it. I mean, I didn't think you liked her like that." Let's talk about what we talked about on Blur Cave this week, though. You would beat my ass. <laughs> you Need would. this this newest issue. Just is that kind of energy at the end? Yeah, uh, very. Uh, before we actually start reading questions from Discord, though, I do want to. We got some super chats here. We got Ed Boy in the cut. It says Mel Gibson was recorded saying he hoped his girlfriend got blanked, and I quote, by a by a pack of ends, <laughs> and still out here making movies. Ezra is light work. No, this is true. This is actually true. And the thing is, you could go look up the recording right now. You go look it up. He literally says, "I hope you get fucked by a pack of." You knows, and he didn't, and and it wasn't like one that wasn't the soft A. It was with the hard R. 
and, and and he's still out here making movies, getting roles, producing stuff, still has his name attached to things. Hell, they're still trying to bring this motherfucker back for a Lethal Weapon uh, sequel. Meanwhile, he got to stand next to Danny Glover, who probably looking at him like, huh, alright, I guess, how much? We got LJ Brown with the five pounds, says, great discussion on mental health, I'm not sure if you know about uh, boxing, uh, Anthony Joshua recently had a mental breakdown, uh, peace to all the chat. No, I did I not, I did not hear about that. You know what it is? I think when it came to the realm of boxing, the only name I've heard of lately is Andrew Tate, and that's only because he's been acting a whole damn fool uh, lately on uh, social media uh, that led to him getting all his shit taken away. <laughs> Mother got banned off Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Uh, coming with that. What was that? Mo I keep forgetting that dude's name. What was the dude that uh, was always clowning on Lizzo and then died? What was that? What was that motherfucker's name again? The guy was on social media. The guy that clowned Lizzo? He was always like body shaming women and call and basically clowning black women. And then he then he and he, cause he oh, remember he tried to clown okay, Lizzo okay, saying okay, that she okay. wasn't living life healthy and then he fucked around and died because his ass wasn't healthy. There's so much more to that, but you're talking about Kevin Samuels. I know you're Kevin Samuels. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, there's probably more to it. I don't care. Douche trash. Uh, I'm sorry for his family, but that dude was a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> carrying on, but that's what be yeah, at. I, I had not heard about, um, I had not heard about what was going on with Anthony Josh. I'm going to have to look this up uh, while we uh, go through some stuff here. Um, the We also got, dude, Gunmetal Sage coming through hot with the 31 months in the Blurred Club. Gold. So what's up, Blur Chloe? Do you think Marvel will pull a bait and switch and everybody in Wakanda Forever will get a Black Panther suit? I've actually said this. I wouldn't be surprised if all the core characters had suits. I wouldn't be surprised if Ramonda had a suit, M'Baku had a suit, Nakia had a suit, Shuri got a suit. Um, all of them got suits. I would not be surprised by this in the slightest. I've even said this before. This would probably be honestly kind of it's it would kind of mirror a story arc that literally just happened uh, not that long ago when Tanahasi Coates was uh, still writing uh, Black Panther uh, when they had the Maroons uh, in the uh, Intergalactic Empire Wakanda. Every last single one of them had like Umbaku, Nakia of that of that uh, like those characters that not the same as the ones from from Earth, but the ones that were from that faraway galaxy. They all had Black Panther suits, all of them. All of them had them. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked if they did something kind of similar uh, uh, with this. I, I would I would actually be completely unsurprised. Um, we got one here. Uh, this is from Dude Man. It says, what's really going on, y'all? Hope y'all are having a blessed week. Uh, let me get straight to it. My mom remembers almost every cartoon me and my brothers watch growing, uh, growing up. Even the animes like The Big O, uh, Cowboy Bebop, and Speed Racer. My question is, what have been some cartoons, anime, or media that you and your folks have bonded over that you still talk about or watch? Have a good weekend. Hashtag Zaslov. <laughs> Zaslov, you can go to hell. Actually, that's good. that might be the new one. That might be the new one. Uh, but no, okay, so I've actually talked to this before. Uh, we talked to this uh, during the Prey uh, review that we did. Uh, me and my mother, we bonded over uh, the movie Predator. 
Uh, the Predator series as a whole, we go see every one of them whenever they come out in theaters together. Uh, we even saw the the last one, what the Predator that was not very good. Uh, we even saw that one together. Um, we bond over shark movies. Uh, anytime there's a shark movie that comes out, like we went to go see The Meg, we went to go see Deep Blue Sea, we went to go see uh, um, The Shallows. Uh, all Not every shark movie, because there are some that we miss, but we always end up watching them together at home, too. Uh, we bond, There's a ton of different movies and stuff that we bonded over um, that was just awesome. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, Gargoyles. That was another one. Uh, the, the TV show Gargoyles. Uh, my mother, she loved that show. Um, and, and there's various and sundry different others that, uh, that I could, that I'm, I'm kind of blanking on. Oh, Tango and Cash. That's one. Uh, Tango and Cash was a movie me and my mom watched together. <laughs> um, and I guess, I guess last, and most certainly not actually the last one, because, you know, there, there's still plenty of others out there. Um, there's a movie starring Rutger Hauer uh, called um, Split Second. Uh, it's a movie about uh, this cop in the future where everything's flooded. It makes no sense, but just go with it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it, it's a... Rugger Hauer plays this grizzled, futuristic cop. And there's a monster that's out in the world that, um, that basically is just acting a whole monkey. And that is basically, that is basically what the movie is about. Uh, matter of fact, here, it's actually, here, I'll show it right here. Bam, there it is. Rugger Hauer, split second. It's not the best movie in the world, but it's definitely an entertaining movie. Very grimy, kind of like a, a neo, like kind of like almost like a cyberpunk thriller. Because uh, it does take place in the future. It's a very cyberpunk vibe. But, like, they're go they're trying to go after... They're trying to take down a serial killer. But it turns out the serial killer isn't a serial killer. It's a fucking monster. <laughs> but it, it's awesome. Um, great movie. Great movie. So, there you go. Carter, you got any? You got anything you bonded with your parents over? No, because I didn't like those people. Uh, I, have, <laughs> <laughs> I have one thing that my, my sister and I, we, we bring up quite regularly. Mm-hmm. When one of us does something fucking stupid, there, um, there's a comedy special. It's called Latham Entertainment Presents. Uh, mm-hmm. Has Bruce Bruce, some more, uh, J. Anthony Brown, Earthquake. There's uh, mm-hmm. one part in particular with J. Anthony Brown where he talks about how black parents would always beat their kids, and would always talk about how this would make them look for doing it. So he had this one bit to where uh, he said his son fell in the hole in the front yard. Mm-hmm. And he comes on, he takes off his belt. Like, what I tell your ass, huh? Didn't I tell you? And then just starts beating the kid. Didn't I tell you about falling in the fucking holes? Huh? How you think this make me look on my job? Would you fall in the fucking hole? <laughs> See, anytime my sister and I will do something stupid, either she will hit me 
or I would hit her every like, how you think this make me look on my job? You doing this stupid ass YouTube show about <laughs> comic books falling in the fucking holes? And like, we do that shit. <laughs> We've done that shit <sighs> for everything. Like, we just did this. She did that shit to me yesterday uh, because her and I were playing Fall Guys together. How you think? See, didn't I tell your stupid ass that she just started cursing me out on the phone? How you think this make me look on my job? You this little blue ass jelly bean falling in the fucking ball pits on Fall Guys. Like, this shit is so stupid. <laughs> I love it, man. We I bring, love it. We do, we do that shit all the time. Um, that's the only real thing I can think of just because. That shit came out in like the early 2000s with all the king of comedy, queen of comedy, all this shit there. And that's the one joke her and I constantly bring up all this time. And we are still in fucking tears mm -hmm. to different ways we bring that shit up out of nowhere. So that's mine. Okay. Uh, we got one from Ed Boy in the Cut says, You're. Are you guys going to check out Earth Divers? It's a new IDW comics about a group of Native Americans in an apocalyptic future where the Earth is falling apart. They hatch a plan and figure out a way to go back to night to, uh, to 1492 and plan on deleting Christopher Columbus so America, so the America as we know it uh, is never formed. Uh, you have my attention now. You have my attention here. I'm actually putting this on it's, the pull list. It's the wording of it. We plan. They plan on deleting Christopher Columbus. Dude, that man said, "Now nah, they got to go." Here, I didn't found that motherfucker too. Hold up, hold up. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, pull this over here. Yeah, here we go. Wait, can I? I just want the image. I don't want the. Open the image in a new tab. There we go. I don't want all this other bullshit. Y'all can keep that. Yeah, there we go. That's the one I was looking for. That's the one. Here it is. Earth Divers. This is the second issue. But yeah, Kill Columbus. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, that's getting bought. That's getting bought off rip. That sounds so 100%. ridiculous. I want to read it. <laughs> yeah, no, I want to read this. I, I want this. I want this. I want this in my life. I want this in my life. I want who's who's the creative team on this. I want to see who the creative team on this is. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Written by Stephen Graham Jones, with art by. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to try and say that last name because I'll fuck it up. Uh, apparently this made bloody disgusting. How did I miss this? Oh, Stephen Graham Jones. He's and he Stephen Graham Jones is actually themselves. A Blackfoot Native American. So I'm here for it. Let's go. I'm learning that I'm becoming a better person because I didn't laugh when you said that. What is a Blackfoot Indian? Well, or we a Blackfoot Native American? We don't say we don't say Indian anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's a tribe. It, it was a it's a tribe of the the Blackfoot is a tribe of uh, Native Americans. Okay. Okay. Um, now you want to ask me anything uh, beyond that? That's a that's another story. Yeah, but, I just I, I've uh, never heard that. They that they were so basically, if I remember correctly, I think they were mostly based out of Canada and like the upper regions of uh of the United States of what is now the United States, if I'm thinking correctly. But I could be I could be wrong. I'm not very well spoken on uh, Native American matters. But I do find this in and of itself an interesting thing. Uh, we also got another one here from Urban Prince of Strong Style. says, uh, did y'all, do you know that Reed Richards had a sister? I just found out this just a minute ago and she's a I read sister. I this week. Yes, I, I did too. So, 
Yeah, I actually I, I actually shot a video for it that has not released yet, so I'm going to reserve my comments on it for there. I, I will say this much. I don't have as much of a problem with it as some other people do. Uh, I, I was on if, Twitter. Yeah. If you know Marvel history mm-hmm. and you know about Kang and who Kang is, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't be a problem. No. But... When I saw that, I wasn't thinking about the history. I was thinking about Jonathan Majors. And if they make that connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I I, I know where you're going. And honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if they did, you know, maybe do something kind of similar. I don't think it's going to follow exactly. But I I, I think one of the things I saw, the thing I saw people complain about more than anything else was that some people were calling her a bitch. Because saying she was mean. Because, like, she... But I was like, dude, you got to understand where she was coming from. Uh, I she knew had, exactly yeah. why she had that energy she had. And mm-hmm. I knew exactly where she was coming from. Oh, yeah. I never met... I didn't meet my father until... Because, okay, just so you all know what we're talking about. News mm-hmm. issue of Fantastic Four. Yeah. Reed basically finds out he has a half-sister out there. And he found out like a few issues ago, but he finally meets her. He, he actually goes meets to see her. her. Yeah. And she has this like, okay, like kind of standoffish energy yeah. about her. And like Valeria and the other, the youngest son that will, used to be a mutant, but then they nicked Yeah, it, Franklin. Not, mm. Frankly. You know, and they walked up to her and they called her auntie. And she was just like, whoa. Like, we already like, I don't know y'all like that. Up. And <laughs> I, I knew exactly where she was coming from because... Mm. I personally did not meet my father until I was 23. Mm. And when I met my father, he had two grown-ass daughters, college track stars. One of them is teaching now. Mm. And just to see that, and when they met me and they were, oh, my God, big bro, this that and that, I'm just like, because I never seen I, these people. I, I don't, don't know, know you, motherfuckers. People. You know what I'm saying? And, and you don't mean anything by it. No, I just you don't That's know. That's why I enjoyed the end of the issue because yeah. they basically have a common thing mm-hmm. that they bond over. So the issue yeah. itself, when you, yeah. if you read it, it's really good. It's and really she's like good. a normal person. She's not. She doesn't have superpowers. She's not. She's she she's honestly probably the closest thing that she is to anyone like the Fantastic Four is like Valeria because Valeria is just a normal person. Valeria is not superpowered. She's just a super genius, and it's not to say that. Uh, Joanna, who is the sister, who is a sister, uh, is uh, a super genius, but like she's a marine biologist uh, who probably is as smart as Reed when it comes to what it is that she does. Uh, but I thought it was cool that like, yeah, she because basically, th- also the other the other energy I think a lot of people weren't realizing is that Reed basically pulled up and interrupted her while she was trying to do something that to her was her way of saving the world. Like yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't have superhuman strength. She can't stretch her body. She doesn't fight Galactus or Kang the Conqueror or Doctor Doom on the regular. No, she fight. She saves the world by doing it the way a marine biologist would, and that's what she did. And I thought like so yeah, based on her attitude, it was basically like, yeah, y'all, you taking me on this wild journey. She was like, well, this is a, and she kind of had the energy like, yeah, this is cool and all, but I. <laughs> And I think a lot of people didn't get that. And I, I, you know, that's cool. If you don't get it, that's fine. But I totally understood. She even, she even where made she was the point from. of saying, like, the whole reason she felt like that was because 
he never came to see me. He just did. Right. But he, he only came to you. You. Mm-hmm. you were the it favorite. Did. Yeah, it tracks. Yeah. Because even, even, even the other, yeah, the other, the other two children, they didn't, I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, but see, that's the thing though. They're not in very many comics. That's why you didn't know. They don't show up very often. Reed doesn't see them very often, let alone they daddy. <laughs> uh, Papa was literally a Rolling Stone. But uh, but yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I actually thought it was fine. I don't know if they're going to do anything more with that character or if she's going to hang out with the Fantastic Four more often because uh, it's getting relaunched here very soon. A new creative team's taking over. so And they said they're going to be doing more personal stories, not these big, epic, cosmic tales. So I don't know where that's going to go, but... Um, you did all the questions. Nice. Uh, in the Discord, just about. Uh, we got one more. It says, uh, Ernie and Carter, after our combo yesterday about writing the script for games, what writer in fiction would you like to write in the gaming world and what? Um, honestly, for me, uh, I would like to see N.K. Jemison uh, do something in a video game. I don't know what it would be. But um, for those who know, in, in, uh, N.K. Jemison. Also wrote this, uh, Far Sector. So uh, I would, uh, I'm not going to try and squeeze that back in there. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, I'm running out of place to put some of this shit. Uh, <laughs> but no, I I would love to see her write something for a video game. Uh, maybe some kind of uh, Afrofuturism style game or something. Who knows? I don't know what it would be, though. Um... If uh, you know, with all the talk of there being a Blade game in the works, a Black Panther game in the works, uh, those are the low hanging fruit. But I would love it to be like something original, like just an original IP, you know, something we've never seen before. Like honestly, I'm kind of sad that they didn't reach out to N.K. Jemison for uh, that new game that's coming up, uh, Forspoken, uh, that everybody is blaming Joss Whedon for for whatever reason. They're claiming that Joss Whedon wrote the the game. It's like he didn't write it. Like, quirky dialogue wasn't something Joss Whedon invented. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he popularized it, but, like, people have been doing quirky dialogue before and after Joss Whedon, so people need to calm down. I, that game has problems well beyond quirky dialogue. That that game has a lot of problematic tropes because there are no black people working on a game about a black female protagonist. That's the problem that game has. Uh, do you ever well, read what the original blurb was for it? No, I have not. Basically, say, oh, you know, she's from a troubled family, and she's been in and out of juvenile court, and she has anger issues. I was like, okay, so she's a stereo. So basically, y'all went back to the 1970s and 80s when y'all wrote this. But here's the thing, though. And see, I think this is one of those instances where we have to kind of remember that you and I both are still the same people that said that Al Ewing has written black folks. And... Well, no, but that, that that that's not the same thing. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is Al Ewing, Al Ewing yeah. doesn't write it in a way that mm-hmm. makes me go, this person's never even been in the room with a black person. Mm-hmm. These people, and it's very obvious because they've actually gone back and taken some of that stuff or supposedly restructured okay. some of that stuff. They didn't have anyone consulting on this. I mean, yeah, you can have a white writer write this shit, but if you're going to write a black protagonist, you should at least have some consulting. Brian Michael Bendis even has consulting. He has his family. (laughs) 
Dude literally has black children. <laughs> One even African. Uh, but no, it, it, that, that, that's, that, that, that's a huge and total difference. We're talking about okay. a conglomeration, a room of white writers. And by the way, this is Square Enix we're talking about here. So it's not like they ain't got the money to get them. It's not the same thing. There's a difference between it is not the same thing. <laughs> okay. But no, uh, let's let's get into actual regular questions. We're going to read a few of them, and then we got to get out, because I don't want to be over three hours, because we ran a little long on this one. We're pushing it. Yeah, we I don't want to answer that question, because we've answered that question so many times. C.T. Cook, no. That's... Uh... Uh... The, oh yeah, God no, no, we're not answering. Right, yeah, I see no, one no. from uh, Conway Berkeley. Will Cassandra Nova be a factor in X? Also, will APAC show up and put a beat down on your nose? I don't know if Apocalypse showing up anytime soon. No, I don't think right. you're gonna see Apocalypse. Either. Well, no, maybe if there was a time for him to show up, it'd be now. Uh, but uh, let's see here. Uh, I do think that I don't think Cassandra Nova is gonna be a factor in this at all. Marauders has largely been divorced from the uh, AXE event. They got other shit to worry about. They're off in space. Um, let's see here. Uh, what's this right here? I don't. This is not really a question. That's not really a question. Uh, let's see. Uh. I'm looking too, and <laughs> fuck it. All right, cool. Let's go. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Close the studio. We shutting the studio down. Uh, wait. Here's one. <laughs> Cam, Cam, Cam Demelia says, "What are what are you guys' opinions on the uh, on Matt Shackman most likely directing Fantastic Four? I'm fine with it. He directed a lot of episodes. I think he directed most of the episodes of One Division. Uh, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Um." Let's see. Uh, repost says GI Joe is. Oh, did you have any thoughts on? Do you know who Matt Shackman is? I do. I, I researched a lot of that when I saw that he was going to be doing it, and I'm mm-hmm. cool with it because I I like the One Division for what it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm trying to see what else has he done other than One uh, Division. I'm actually looking him up right now just to see, just for for Claro's sake. Uh, as a director, uh, oh well, he did one episode of Succession. He did one episode of The Boys, actually a very good episode of The Boys, uh, Cherry, the Cherry episode. He's done episodes of It's Always Sunny. Oh, handy business. Get your book. He's done episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, You're the Worst, all good shows. Uh, Yeah, yeah, this, this guy, he's gold. He's gold. I can get with this. Um, yeah, no, I got no, uh, I have no qualms here. Uh, what Marvel movie are you guys most excited for? Uh, Blade. I want to see a new Blade. Uh, let's see. Why did it? Ch- <laughs> uh, I have no idea. I have no idea why I changed your name that way. I have no idea. That is some new shit to me. Oh, uh, I have no idea what changed your name, Conway. <laughs> um. Uh, would you guys like to see a Dr. Voodoo ongoing series? I would love to see a Dr. Voodoo ongoing anything. Uh, anyone know when the X-Men Retro Marvel Legends Apocalypse figure is coming out? Like, the day in the month? I have no idea. That's a question for the chat. If y'all can figure that out, please do and thank you. 
Uh, Shaman 5 line says, can you and Carter list some of your favorite non-comic books uh, series from your childhood like Scholastic Books you still have uh, a soft spot and may want to see in live action? Uh, there's actually one for me, and it's actually being made into a movie or a TV show, I can't remember, uh, called Benicula. Uh, that's actually getting made into a... Uh, I can't remember if it's... Um, I think it's actually a... I think it's getting made into a movie. No, it's getting made into a TV series, I believe, is the case. It's getting made into a TV series. It was a book I used to read uh, way, way back in the day. Um, but uh, this right here, uh, this book series. Yeah, Benicula. A rabbit tale of mystery. Literally about a vampire rabbit. So, there you go. That's mine. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see here. Uh, do y'all think it has some... arrived, Ernie? Is yeah, I saw, I saw. <laughs> there he goes. I need to get mine. I need to get mine. I haven't gotten mine yet. Uh, we got one from Wazi M says, uh, do y'all think someone's gonna, uh, retcon Frank, re-retcon Franklin back into a mutant at some point? I don't think they're gonna retcon him back into a mutant. He did just kind of get his powers back, technically. More or less, so, I think it was in the previous issue of Fantastic Four, he seems to have gotten his stuff back, and Reed finally apologized for basically depowering him. Uh, so that's a good, that's good news. That's always good news. And then, uh, this will be the last one. Have you heard of the new Wasp limited series from Al Ewing? It'll star Janet and her adopted daughter, Nadia Van Dyne. It could lead to a possible ongoing for both Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, I have heard about it. I was going to bring it up, but I didn't really have much to say about it. Uh, I'm not the biggest Wasp person. Uh, though I do like the character of Nadia Van Dyne a lot. I like Janet too. But I really didn't start jiving with the Wasp character until Nadia. I don't know why. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but just is what it is. Um, but yeah, there you go. That is, that's the show, y'all. We answered them. Carter, you got anything you want to say before we head out? I got my midnight of two. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, that's the Steve Orlando one, right? Yes, it is. The whole Midnighter series and Midnighter and Apollo. Okay, there you go. I about to say, you need to go back and read the old Wildstorm Midnighter. You'll trip out. Um, But that said, uh, yeah, I have no closing statements. We'll be back next week as per the usual. Um, And yeah, stay tuned. Keep it locked. I got more videos coming up. Uh, just I've been busy trying to be an adult. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but we'll be back again, and before this actually hits the three-hour mark... Bye!